Talk Live. And we're back. Wow, that, that's, a, that's an and we're back full of testosterone for some reason. <laughs> Not really sure what that's about. So drinking soda earlier. Drinking soda, Coca-Cola, Pepsi. What are you putting in your soda? I don't know. We're gonna have to find out when we get to the article. We, we, get to the article. we will. Yeah, it's true. Uh, there's a. We have an article that says if you drink Coca-Cola or Pepsi, uh, you have more testosterone and larger testicles. That's wild. I'd like to know how they gathered like, this data. There's no mention of like if Shasta Cola yields the same results. Or or any other cola for that. Like, what about Jolt? Right, that's a cola. Does You'd that think? yield the same results? This is one science I'm going to follow. <laughs> uh, you can't even get Jolt cola. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, you can. You can order it online. They still make it. Okay. It's expensive to ship, but they still make it. Wow. And well, they have more flavors than we remember as kids. Wait. And that they have it's more not than just one. cola? No. Yeah, there's flavored Jolt. What the... Right, I can't say the word. Didn't they like but... take all the caffeine out of it though, and like bring it down to human levels? Oh, they better not have. That's the only reason to drink Jolt. That Cola. is the only reason to drink it. Uh, for that, th- and they 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 built something that has so much caffeine that had to put extra sugar in it to cover the caffeine flavor. Yeah, I got to get some. Right, I got to get right. some stuff out of the way. So, Captain's Log, start date zero two two six two zero two three. This is. Free Talk Live. If you're watching us over at watch.freetalklive.com or video.freetalklive.com on our Odyssey channel or on our Twitch, any other video platform, you might be confused and think that this is Saturday night and it's the uncensored Beard Talk Live based on the visuals that you see. (laughs) There are three heavily bearded men in the studio tonight. I am the Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will, joining me. Peakless Mountaineer. And Richie Rich. And I got to say, when you said, I have something to take care of, for a moment there, I was like, oh, right, the seven words. No. No, no, no. 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 Again, not not Beard Talk Live. <laughs> I, right. This is an unusual. We, we've asked Peakless to come on Sunday to fill in for Nikki, who had to take the day off. So playing the part of Nikki Sunshine tonight will be Peakless Mountaineer. Oh, dear God. I am not up for that challenge. Any medical questions? We're going to you. Any like nursing stuff? We're going to you. We're going to look at you. I can probably fake that. And like, hey, can you answer this with some sort of authority? Because Uh, we can't. No, the medical stuff, I'm actually really good on. Uh, The nursing stuff, I can fake my way through. But like being Nikki, nah, man. Yeah, nobody can ever be Nikki. It's true. The irony is, Peakless is probably the most well read member of Free Talk Live, Beard Talk Live. Uh, all right, so, but don't build up his ego like that, Jesus. Man. He, he's Dude, already I know called what Peakless Mountaineer. It's called there's, compensating. There's already no I know top it's bad to enough, right? <laughs> yeah. like, we don't need to encourage him, you know? Jeez, man. Just saying. We'll stop saying. So if you're going, if you're going to throw out those questions, <laughs> right? He is the one that's going to answer them most likely. All right, uh, I will make a snide comment. And again, here and like there. you can't ask me nothing about being a doula or nothing. I'm going to ask you it's a couple, of, both a couple of questions. What's the name of the show? This show? Yes. It's Free Talk Live. What's the telephone number? 603-283-6160. Nice. And uh, what do we ask people to do? Call in. Call in. in. That's right. This is a live call-in talk radio program. Give us your thoughts. 
nationally broadcast, nationally syndicated, plus we're online streaming audio, video, we're on some satellite stations. So, like, I mean, technically we're worldwide. But either way, if you want to call, the number 603-283-6160 is the number. Give us your hottest of takes and we'll tell you why you're wrong. There you go. Or why you're right, if Maybe. you are. If you are. It's a, it's a big if. Yar. Yar. If yar. Yar. Y-A-R. Uh, so Sundays are usually a little more, a little different than the other six days of the week here on Free Talk Live. We tend to take it a, a little lighter than usual. It's just a little bit special. And uh, yeah, we, this special is it's a good word for it, I guess. <laughs> it's very special. I, I do have one, I'm going to call it a serious topic that I want to kick the show off with because, well, I didn't get to it yesterday uh, during our free talk live episode. We didn't yeah, talk we, about it. We barely got to the live. cure for HIV on that show. Yeah. Which you'd think you'd get to. You would think so, uh, being it's the fifth person who has been cured. But we did get to it. So we'll give us credit where credit's due. We did get to it. But this from the Free Thought Project, officer charged with murder, which, okay, first murder. of all, first of all, it's very rare for a police officer to be, to be charged, charged with murder, right? They usually get like man's laughter. I'm sorry, manslaughter. I put the apostrophe in there in my head. <laughs> um, you know, that kind of a thing or attempted murder, right? They don't usually right. get charged with it straight up lot. murder. Right? Well, I'd, I'd say they don't usually get charged. End of sentence. And that's, I feel like that's turning around ever so slightly. I'm hoping, man. I mean, I'm hoping, but I am real blackpilled on the very idea of like the same law being applied to police that is applied to everyone else. I'm with you, yeah. but even like you know, let's go back to the George Floyd thing, mm-hmm. right? As blatant as that was, those officers got charged, and subsequent officers—I can't name all the cases—have been charged, right? Now, whether or not they go to trial and are acquitted. Right, whether or not they go to trial or found guilty and have light sentences, whether or not they go to trial or found guilty, have sentences and then are on early release. Yeah. Right. It's hard to track all of that. Right. But I feel like more stories are coming up where they go like, Yeah, let's avoid a riot and just charge these guys and we can deal with it on the back end. So uh if you're gonna call, you do not need a beard to call in. It's Sunday night. It's not. preferable. Uh, I mean it's always preferable, right? In my opinion. But Uh, I want to read the rest of this headline because we only read half of it. Officer charged with murder after he was caught dumping naked body of child in woods. So I think you caught it right there, right? He was caught dumping the naked body of a child. Right. Right. If he wasn't caught in the act, the likelihood is he would not have been charged. But now they have to do something. Otherwise, it looks really bad. If they do nothing. We'll get into this story, but we are a call-in show. Let's go to the phones. We have Ricky in Pennsylvania calling. Ricky, you're on Free Talk Live. Thank you there, Brother Ian, and the same to the other. Uh, Ian's not here tonight. It's the captain. Captain, you threw me through a loop, me, and you confused the hell out of me. You just called you Ian You just called me Ian again, and I'm the captain. Captain. <laughs> captain. Are you Captain Freeman? No, I'm Captain Kickass. Yeah, Dave's not here, man. Well, I'm Ricky from the Commonwealth. Pleasure to meet you. Yeah, we've spoken many times, but you and always call me Ian the whole time. You always call me Ian. And, you so. know, and, and I'm right on topic tonight. Captain. <laughs> I mean, Captain Kickass. A-I-N, not I-A-N. Yeah. He's Captain dyslexic. Kick-ass. Well, 
Reverend Lord Typo. No doubt. Go ahead, Ricky. Well, you know, I'm right on topic, appears for the show, because I'm going to refer to the call that came in last night. They were not on topic for the show. That was last night's show. This is an entirely new show. And also, there were two shows last night. So which show, Ricky? Beard Talk Live or Free Talk Live? Free Talk Live. Okay. All right, go ahead. But you know what? It comes down to this. Uh, The caller from California who decided that he was a comedian and uh, went on, and he was a speed freak, and that's fine. He's from California. But you know what I recommend? I recommend that he listen to the show from the 23rd of of, uh, February that uh, you, me, and Jay had. And he'll get all the answers he wanted, plain and simple. Okay. Now, on to the topic. Okay, let's go. That's what it is. I don't know if this guy actually listens, but there it is. Uh, here's a topic. Believe it or not, I never commented on this on the show. I don't believe it. But there's only one time that I actually wrote the president, and that was the middle of 2012, but I totally forgot about till just yesterday. Who'd you I wrote for? the Obama White House, you know? Wrote or vote? I thought you said wrote. Wrote. Yeah, I heard wrote. I wrote. Oh, wrote. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Dear Mr. Obama. Right, yeah. Yeah, only one time. Okay. And here's what it was. I came up with a very simple plan to reform income tax. Oh. I wanted to throw it at you guys. All right. Well, that explains why nothing happened. I'm against it already. It's a simple plan, and it would reform it. That's the last thing they want to do with it, income tax. Becoming Beard Talk Live, guys. Let, let the caller have a chance to speak. I didn't interrupt him. I waited for him to finish, and then I commented. Okay. Well, it's real simple. Now, there's a few things that are unique about this, and it'll be apparent. And it's based on the month. There's 12 months in the year. You file your income tax, but it's based on the month. Here it out goes. First month, as an example of the year, say you make 30000 under $30,000 that month. You don't pay income tax. Now, if you do that every single month through the course of 12 months, 30000 a month, you pay no income tax. But here's how it goes. I think I might be now, following your plan already. Oh, it gets better, believe me. Why would now you follow this now, plan already? Wait, thirty grand a month? That's, you know, close to four hundred grand a year. Well, which means Peakless is one of the tax the rich people instead of abolish the tax. No, no, I'm saying I might be following it, as in this might be what I do anyway. Oh, okay. Go All ahead. right, go ahead, Rick. Okay. Right. So the way this works is there's four more levels of, uh, of income. The next level would be uh, 30, it would be from 30000 up to $59,999. It's ten percent, okay, per month. Well, that's only if you make that in that month. So if you for two months period only make under thirty thousand, yep. you don't pay anything. Okay. If you do one month, you only pay ten percent on that month. So you're going to have now people filing their income tax on a monthly basis. No, no. Next level, I'll, that'll become clear to hear the rest of. It. Now the next level no, is sixty on up. 60000 per month on up. Now, that would be 15%. And then the next level is 100000 per month. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I screwed up. The, the level I'm after 30, I'm sorry. Give me one more chance. The 30000 level, the 60 is actually 5%. Then the next level is 60000 That's 10%. Then the next level per month is 15%. Okay, and that is a hundred thousand per month. Now there's only one more level, and here's where the ca- the 
cool part will be. The last level is 400000 per month now that income, and that is 20%. Now, say, for example, you do 10 months, okay, where you have, say, I don't know, the $60,000 level for each of those months. Well, okay. you only pay the, the, uh, the 15%, okay, but then if you have a 30% and under, which would be unrealistic, for two months, you don't pay anything. And what I find interesting about this plan is if you figure out the 400000 that's that's $4.8 million per year, either singly or jointly. Now, if you think about it, I thought you said business, this was a simple plan. This I'm is like the to... second dumbest tax plan I've heard. Be... Yeah, I, Only I behind have many the questions one. already. Uh, Ricky. So many questions. Why is it that you feel that allowing an organization of violence to steal from people is okay? Well, I mean, I look at it this way. The reason why I came to the 20% with 400000 on up. Roll of the dice. It's real simple because you have, right now, the wealthiest people, the most they pay is 15%. People that are the top 1%, they pay like zero. You know, so I'm yeah. only asking for 5% more. Well, so here's you the know, thing, though. They're happen, still going to pay zero because they'll do wonky little things where they're like, well, I didn't earn any money because all of what you think I earned, I reinvested. So that's all that's all unrealized. Now, the what money that I spent, that on the other hand, I borrowed that. And you can't tax me on what I borrowed. So I, you actually owe me money now. I well, mean, you know what it would come down to? This would be like they're proposing, like they're proposing this stupid fair tax thing. The only difference is that it actually would be fair. You, you wouldn't be able to say that. Because if this actually went, that would be gone, you know, but it's not going to go. And it would be fair because you would have a lot of money for everybody from the upper middle on down that they would spend. Okay, so but you're still, but Ricky, 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 you, you've missed yeah. the point of my question. My question is, why do you believe that it is okay for an organization based on violence to steal this money from people, regardless of their income level per month. Well, you know what, Ian? I totally agree with you. <laughs> it's not Ian, it's the captain. What? Captain. Captain. I'm sorry, Captain. I know you're sorry. No apologies. Yeah, it's all good. I agree with you, but you know what? If we did just did away with it, you want to know something? We would all the live uh, much happier lives and be able to interact voluntarily and peacefully with each other for things that we wanted and needed on an individual basis? That's a utopia. Kind of, yeah. Well, you know what? But things, nothing, it, the top 1% would be very happy with that, too. You know? So I have a question. I mean, uh, what did yeah. the Obama White House respond with? I, you know what? It was actually pretty cool. Because what I got back was, is what I expected with the plan, no matter how actually productive it actually would be compared to the way things are now, what I got back was real simple. But what was neat about it is the wording, you could, there was a detail or two that they actually read the damn thing. It shows a human being did it. I don't know if Obama read it. But they gave me something to the effect of what I would expect. Something like a plan like this. It could be, you know, it, you know it's cool and all. But, you know, you know, Congress and that kind of crap, and, you know, you got different people, and so on and so forth. You know what I mean? You so know, it's cool that they gave you the so on and so forth. Gotcha. It's a fair answer. 
But one thing I wanted to chime in, Captain, is I was Thank thinking you. about becoming an amplifier. I really want to do that. But I have one question for you, if I may. Okay. Okay. Now, I re- uh, now actually, there is actually two. But, the, but what it comes down to is the question is, uh, now, I know you said about the five-buck level. Now, there's a couple levels before that, right? I mean, after that? After that, yes. Sure. Okay. Yeah, what's the, la- what's the last level? However much you want to donate. Yep. That's okay. Well, actually, you know, that's fair enough. Now, here's If you're giving 10% thing. of your income to the church and 30% of the income to your, to your government, Free Talk Live should get at least 40 or 50%. Yeah, well, I'm gonna. I'll give. I'll be giving twenty bucks <laughs> on that tiered program of some kind. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah so I'm gonna be giving twenty bucks. Here's the other question. So, so really, we should just go around forcing people to give us money. You know, locking them in jail for I not mean, handing us their income. The, ch- the church doesn't do that, but you know, well, they I'm only cool get ten percent. Twenty bucks. That's here's the difference. The other que- here's the other question. Now, bro- uh, I'm sorry, Captain. Now, would it be possible if one of these days when I would call in? And the captain or whoever may be monitoring if he was on the phone. And I just gave you the numbers off my plastic. If I could just be an amplifier that way. Uh, that is not something that we would do. The reason is because that's risk to you. Whereas if not you I if, do it with the pizza guy, if you, you go, know. if you go to the website and plug them in yourself, we are out of the loop. We never see your credit card number, your expiration date, your little three-digit number on the back of the card, your full name as it appears on the card. We don't know the zip code with what you know that kind of thing. So, so we stay out of the transaction. So, if anything nefarious were to ever happen, you would be secure in knowing that none of us here on the show had anything to do with the nefarious activity. So, even though I trust the captain, that would not be a good idea. Right, because you put him at risk at that point. Right. Yeah, but the pizza guy, nobody, everybody else takes it, <laughs> you know? Right, and then when your card gets compromised, right, and you're like, who stole my credit card? Could have been the I pizza, could have been the pizza no, guy. You know? Yeah, I, let I that be a lesson to you. If you ever see some mysterious charges, it might be the pizza guy. Or the server well, that walks away with I, your card and comes back with it later. Yeah. Do you, the only perk I would actually use is the call-in line. Do you still have that, or do you do that just call in? How you, are you talking to us now? You called no, in there used to be an ample on call the call in. Oh, yeah, it oh. used to be a perk. Oh, I see. Yeah, huh. yeah, uh, perk? yeah. We don't send you any Percocets or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> What's the point of amplifying then? <laughs> I want to, the good well, stuff. No, I was just wondering. I don't care. You know, so so I'll probably be doing that. Uh, the biggest perk is the ad free podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I think yeah, that's I'm that's where the money's you. at. I would love to use it, but that's not going to be possible, you know? So. Okay. All right. Well, exactly. hey, Ricky, thank you for the call. We appreciate you. 603-283-6160. Uh, like, Ricky's kind of all over the place. Right. I, yeah. You know, not sure what he's getting at. He can't keep me straight from Ian, straight from Richie Rich, straight from Peakless. I don't even there. think he knew we were here. Yeah. It's as if he thought we were all one person. So the thing is, Ian, we are all one person. (laughs) The the peakless captain rich. (laughs) Peakless, what do you have to say about this? Well, you know. (laughs) Uh, I I don't. Any tax plan other than abolish the income tax and all other federal taxes. I don't even want to hear it. I don't want to hear it out. I don't care. Yeah. Well, 
the only fair I'm tax. Fine, is I'm zero. fine with hearing any tax plan that they that a they think can actually get passed, and b reduces them. Okay. Don't care for who. I, I'd put that B don't part first him. if I were you, but at the same time, it's never going to happen, and the only tax plans that ever get passed are ones that increase your taxes. Right. They never go down. Name a time in well, your I life guess that taxes means I'm just ever not decreased. interested in hearing about tax plans. Has, has, has well, taxation ever decreased anywhere in your life? Not in my lifetime, but in general, yes, because the top tax bracket used to be in the 90%. So, like, that has come down. Okay, time. but like then you you know throw inflation into the equation. And you're like, oh, did it really? Well, as a percentage, yes. <laughs> like it used to be ninety, and now it's not. Yeah. Right? I don't know what the top bracket is now, but at one at one point it used to be ninety, and it was around that time, right? That companies went, well, let's start giving people benefits instead, mm. right? And so that ninety percent tax bracket, instead of perks, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> two different kinds of drugs. <laughs> But that's, you know, that's like a, du- a direct result of that is the mess that is the current healthcare system. Mm. Right? Yeah, that's true. So. Well, I mean, the reason that all got thrown out of whack in the first place was because you weren't allowed to give people raises during World War II. So they gave them the benefit of, oh, well, you have what bill? Okay, well, everyone's paying for uh, medical insurance. Great. We will just throw that in on, you know, our high our high paid positions. Is that positions. how that came about? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly how it came about. They they uh, put a cap on, uh, on any kind of raises. You, you know, weren't allowed to give any raises to anybody for any reason, and they've still got to compete for talent. So you know, they- I learned something today. I learned that benefits were brought about. By a ban on increasing wages during World War II. Yeah. And the thing is, throughout the world, throughout time, if you actually just talk to the people working and ask, hey, would you like blah, blah, blah benefits? Or would you just like more money? More money. More money. Every time. Everywhere you go throughout time, they always just want more money. But now they've corrupted it. So having an individual plan for your medical... Is prohibitively more expensive than the company plan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now it's like, oh, I can't lose my job because then I won't be able to pay any kind of medical bills. So I'll just put up with all kinds of crazy abuse. The old adage is that, uh, as far as hourly rates is concerned, that full medical dental is worth at least five bucks an hour. Right? Like if you had to pay for that yourself, it would cost you about five bucks an hour yeah. of your of your pay to obtain that. So. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. We got a couple callers on hold. We'll get to them. Plus, I want to talk more about this officer. is where we are here or are we where else would we be well we could be just inside of the listener's head mm. right we are Solipsis. the voice in their head we are literally a talking voice in their head do you hear talking voices in your head it could be that you're crazy take or, your headphones off or you could oh. be listening to free talk live the <laughs> sunday night edition we are a live call-in radio program and uh, the telephone number is 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass. Joining me, Peakless Mountaineer. And Richie Rich. 
We haven't yet begun to talk about this officer who has been charged with murder after murder. Dump, getting caught dumping the body of a child. Important distinction. Got caught. It, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and we'll get to that. But we have callers on hold. Uh, unscreened caller, you're on Free Talk Live. What's your name? Um, this is Jack from Ocean Shores, Washington. Jack from Ocean Shores, you are live on the air. What's on your mind? Oh, I haven't spoken with you guys for quite a while. Why not? Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, Lame. I got off of like I got off all my social media. Oh. I don't know what it was. Somewhere between six months and and uh, maybe even a year. We've missed you, man. We're not social well, media. Well, no, it's been weird. You know, when I got off the, I was kicked off of Twitter. You know, obviously someone doesn't like me. Ooh, what'd you um, do? Oh, I don't really know. Lost I uh, Elon the wrong way. Yeah, no one ever knows, know I guess. Kid. Yeah, I saw three little punk kids, as I thought, beating up an old man on a, I don't know if it was a train or a, one of those underground ones. An uh, underground subway. railroad? <laughs> like a subway? Yeah, oh, oh my gosh. And How, not the sandwich. Is, well, that could all come together, actually. Pretty easy. Huh. No, you guys are, anyway. So, like, getting off of all those things, except for Facebook, because it kind of built more into a family type of thing. Thank you, Zuckerberg. That's the one Actually, you got to get off. It's the most important one to get off. <laughs> he said, I'm still Well, that's chatterbait, but that's a whole different thing. Um, anyway. <laughs> nice. No, it's a place you go to meet and talk to people. It's a yeah, really nice no, website. We Carry yeah, on, Mr. Nice. Beoff. Like, um, so, yeah, I just want to say by removing a lot of the imaging, actually looking away from a lot of, like, I don't know, billboards and stuff about an activist when it comes to abortion, which is so open-ended. You're an activist in abortion. What does that really say? Anyway, what do you guys think? Being an activist on abortion? Yeah. Well, um, so I tend to disagree with a lot of the uh, conservative libertarians on abortion. Uh, I am a very, very firm believer that you have no right to your body until you have mixed it with nature. That the that property comes from one source and one source only, and that is when you mix labor with nature, and that has to be an observable, objective event. So until you until you take that first breath, it's not your body. Now that being said, I don't like being around the kind of people that want to do abortions either. Like that is not the kind of people that are are quality people. That's like hanging out with people that kick their dog for no reason. So I'm glad you asked, because I have held my opinion on this topic for quite some time, but the longer format allows me to extrapolate where I'm coming from. So I will say, number one, uh, I am pro-abortion because it seems to me that the people who are boarding their kids the most are not libertarians and anarchists. Well, can I say something, guys? Yes. Real quietly, I'm sorry. Um, Real I don't want to interrupt too much. Um <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to continue. Uh, you know, it kind of reminds me a little bit based on what you said. Um, it's almost like playing like Mario. Did you ever, ever play Mario and Luigi game back Super in the Super Mario? Yes. Oh, yeah. And it was it's kind of like, I think more like that, you know, more like Indian philosophy stuff. And it plays perfectly into Christianity. Sorry, I never remember that word. Christianity. Anyway, the Christian one. And then also the Ishmael and the... Uh, um, can't remember it. You lost me. Smart. All right, let yeah. me cut. You, let me cut you off because I'll, I'll I'll get to my point because okay. I don't think we're on the no, same I'm page. Sorry, I, I just wanted to say that first. Here's the thing 
with abortion in general mm. that I th- I think like even libertarian thinkers don't really get to necessarily. So who's the victim and how do you make them whole? Well, um, to, to give the argument for that uh, those who are against abortion would give, right. uh, they would say that the victim is the, the unborn child. Okay. And that basically at that point, there really is no way to make them whole. Much in the same way as murdering someone, there's no way to make them whole. Okay, but murdering someone, there's usually you know a next of kin or someone who you would then pay restitutions to. To make good if he was the earner in the family. Well, and, and, and that's kind of a society by society thing. But like sure. from, from my way of thinking, like, no, that's that's actually why the, these are the things that like you you kind of can't come back from. OK, like once you've murdered someone, you have taken away what you can never give back. And they're I mean, and, and like I said, it's society by society sure. thing. But like at that point, there's a reasonable argument to say that you have become irredeemable. OK. So you are irredeemable if you if you abort a baby, you are then irredeemable for society. Yeah, I mean, right. what, one thing that bothers me is that none of the people who are against abortion are taking this up as murder. Like, look, if that's a human life and that's your issue with this thing, then you should be charging these people with murder. Okay, so let's charge them with murder then. Do you want to pay for their incarceration? Well... Um, I'm a big fan of exile as punishment. Okay. And, and uh, frankly, I think that outlawry is the is the proper response. Like, okay, once you've decided that you're not playing the civilization game, that, okay, either you've done something so heinous that there's just no making up for it, or you've decided that you are not going to try to make up for it, and, and you're going to violate non-aggression and make no attempt at restitution, at that point... I have no, I have no uh, uh, obligation to defend you. Okay. And so, if anyone wants to come along and do whatever they want to to you, okay. Well, you're you're part of nature now. So the the people who are boarding them, right? There's there's no one to make whole, so you can't have restitutions. There's no reason to incarcerate them because you don't want to pay for that, right? And so you outlaw them, which means there's basically no criminal charge whatsoever. They're just exiled or ostracized or whatever and it makes it a moot point as far as the legality of the matter well and that's the thing if they if they want to stay around okay but you have no rights anymore okay so like yeah you can be here but if someone wants to say steal your kidney well you're not a human anymore like you are no longer living inside of civilization at that point in the same way as if you go around murdering people you are not living in civilization well but murderers there can be a case made that there are they are a danger to the rest of society right and therefore society can act because they are a danger to the rest of society mm-hmm. i don't think you can make the same case for uh, someone who aborts a fetus well if you believe that's murder then it is literally the same case but they are not a danger to the rest of society. They are a danger to like one specific member of society, and they might be okay. But by that logic, oh no, I only murder redheads. So as long as you don't have redheads around, you're fine. Yeah, if you, if there was a serial killer who only murdered redheads, I could go to dinner with that dude. That's nonsense. No, it's so, not. So here's the thing: you you only kill That's fetuses now, but how do I know you're going to stop there? If we're if we're gonna assume that this is a murder, 
And, okay, well, sure, this is what you're willing to kill now, which is actually a fairly reasonable argument if you look at what's going on in, uh, what was it, uh, West Virginia or Virginia, where they're like, well, we'll decide whether or not to resuscitate. And they're talking about a fully born, living, breathing child that they have decided somehow is not... a a proper human being oh it's not viable we haven't decided to resuscitate it no it's it's lying there breathing alive and they have and they will decide whether or not to kill that child at that point so you you know do you separate between kill and let die oh wow yes you do what about you i do because i think something knows naturally when it's young especially an infant that isn't gonna die before it's told it's gonna so by just nature, just like uh, um, I say, Berenstein Bears, but the Jungle Book, where Mowgli? what's that kid's name? Mowgli. Mowgli. Thank you. The animals just came and saved them. So the whole illusion. This is just, I guess, my imagination. I don't want you guys to right. you know, make fun of me or anything, but so a long, imagine animal. Go ahead. A long time ago, I took a CPR class, and I chose like not to get the certification because I want. I don't want any positive obligation to have to save someone I don't want to because I have some certification that makes me legally obligated to do so. So if my friend is dying, right, I know the technique to save my friend. If my enemy is dying, I'm just going to let him die. Mm. And I have no especially positive obligation about, to save especially him. Especially if it's a sheep. What's that? Especially if it's a lost sheep. And Whatever. You're in a place you're not familiar with. Either way. You know, okay. I'm sorry, I didn't I get it. I'm sorry. So with the, you know, with the, the, the born, almost stillborn, barely breathing baby, Right? Who's obligated to huh. save him? There's no one yeah. on the planet with a positive obligation to save that. Oh, that's nonsense. So here's Who's the thing. Who's got the positive obligation? Okay, so here's the thing. There is a way of murder through allowing you to die. So if I put you in a position where you cannot escape and and I leave you there, I have murdered you by allowing you to die. So are the, the, this baby's in a cage, unable to crawl away? Well, or so that's unable? the thing. A baby is incapable of just about everything. So, right. pr- so most of the places that you put it, it will die. Yeah, and that's the. And thing. I would so, say that's not murder. Well, so here's the thing: human beings in society have a desire to not have these babies die. Now, you might have first right to be the one that cares for that baby by being their parent. Sure, you have the first right to be the trustee of that human being, but. We have a whole bunch of people out here that really want to be the trustee if you're not up for the job. Well, we've now, already if established. you then keep them from feeding that child, then you have absolutely murdered that child. If you keep them, Jack, yes. Yeah, we should want to take your off. But they're not. They're just, it's there and it's going to die. I'm sorry, Jack, what's that? Um, did Van Gogh cut his ear off because something was in his ear too much, maybe? Like he went crazy? You guys know the backstory on that? People of Ithaca, lend me your ears. They all cut their ears off, put them in a bag, and hand them to them. Nice oh, Robin Hood Men in Tights reference. It was, was Ithaca, though. It was like well, Carthage. Well, or, yeah. I don't know. Maybe Cartilage. People of Cartilage. <laughs> thought he was just depressed <laughs> over a woman. I'm sorry, Jack. Go ahead. Wow, of course. Yeah, oh, that's, that's what I... The... <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Hey, Jack, thanks for the call. We appreciate you. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Let's move right um, along. I, I actually did want to address your original uh, position on right this along. one, though. So, um, 
you say that you're you're in favor of it because the people who tend to want to be doing the aborting are well the people that you don't want around well and it's none of my business mm. right well so the issue about that one though and, and and i think mark has pretty much the same position on that one but the thing is it's very short-sighted because when you create a society where it is just a normal thing to do to uh to abort your uh, unborn children then you create a society where there is a lot less attention paid to whether or not you get pregnant and the thing is those very people that you'd rather not be reproducing some of them get trigger shy when it comes down to actually aborting those children so okay. you end up with a whole lot more of those people that you would rather not be around by allowing them to abort. Well, but hopefully on the exterior of our insulated society, right? Because they're outlaws, right? We've already. Oh, in, in our uh, in our hypothetical on this. Well, one? if we're going to do it, let's do it, right? Well, if, if we're going to do on this hypothetical, uh, I, I'm going to assume that I I have like a place over here where they recognize that that that's not a person with property yet. So I'm going to hang the, out with them. All things being equal, you guys might be high and pathetical. <laughs> uh, I'm going to interrupt both of you, and we're going to go to the next caller. It's Rob in Vermont. Rob, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey. So, uh, hey. Geez. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I mean, I'm grateful that I'm alive, but but anyway, that's not why I called. It, 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 you know, we've had another, yet another shooting. What and, did you do? I mean, this one is really bizarre. It was out of... Uh, uh, the uh, came out story came out of the uh, Minneapolis Star Tribune uh, that these there was a funeral for a uh, a teenage boy, fifteen year old teenage boy who was fatally stabbed at uh, at high school. Okay. Uh, at that time, at the funeral, there was a shooting where three other teens were wounded at the funeral. I mean, good place to get shot. Wow. You know, it just... Because they don't have far to bring the body, you mean? Now, now we have a mass grave instead. Yeah. Three teens shot in St. Paul at a reception, a funeral reception for Harding High stabbing victim. The non-fatal shootings occurred Friday night at a rec center where a memorial for Devin Scott, age 15, had been held. Yeah. Uh, I wonder... What might have happened if everybody at the rec center were armed? Well, One person would have got shot. The or two people would have got shot. Mm. Yep. The first, the first yeah. victim and the shooter. Yep. Yep. Yeah, everyone there should have been able to have a firearm. When I went to uh, junior high and high school, there were guys that drove their pickups to school and they had rifles in the back of their yeah, me too. pickup trucks. They never went off. <laughs> no, Nobody they, they never home. left the truck, actually. They just right. stayed on the rifle rack in the back of the... And mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but the school that I went to, the truck was probably left unlocked in the parking lot as well. Like, you could have just yeah, walked up to it, opened the door. You could have been anybody, opened the door, grabbed the rifle, and began shooting. It just didn't happen. Yeah. No, nobody said, oh, I'm going to go get my rifle and I'll settle this. That never happened. You know, there was a lot of respect back then you know, that our parents taught us about, you know, safety and stuff like that for firearms. But, you know, that seems to have gone away. I don't know why. I don't think it's firearm safety that's an issue, right? It's like it's mental health. Mm. Well, that too. 
right? You know, that's yep. a big problem. But it's not because they don't know how to operate an AR-15, right? They go, oh, I'm just going to go shoot everybody in my class, right? There's right. something else triggering that. Yeah. yeah. And as, uh, as Captain will point out, the choice to kill comes long before the choice of which weapon to use. Long so, before. Yeah, so if you take away, you know, all of the guns, okay, well, now they're going to go learn how to make pipe bombs. They're st- if you make insane people, then they're going to go kill a bunch of people. That's just how it works. As evident in this case where it was a stabbing to start this off. This was a stabbing to start this off? Right, the so kid got stabbed the, in the school the funeral, at the funeral. Right, the funeral uh, was, was for a kid who got stabbed at school. And so then at the funeral, people got shot. Some sort of a drive-by type thing, in near as I can tell. Drive-by. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. There's there's absolutely no public will to increase the sanity of our culture. Because that would make us take a real long, hard look at, say, isolating everyone in schools, away from their family, away from their parents. and doing Compulsory. Well, yeah, compulsory. And doing exactly what we know decreases human empathy. The 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 yeah. more contact you have with different age groups as a kid, the more empathy you develop. We've found this out over and over again. Like it, since statism exists, in my mind, it would be better if there were compulsory firearms training in public school. Now, I prefer that statism didn't exist and that firearms training. It's completely voluntary, but still offered in school. You could take it as an elective sure. or, or whatever, right? Uh, I wouldn't make it compulsory, though. Well, the reason that I'm saying it, it's only because statism, statism exists. Now, if you want to believe that uh, the organization known as government has your best interests in mind, then... Well, there's a lot of people that want to believe that. If sure. you want to believe that, then you have to ask, is that true? And I could tell you that it's not true, and I could tell you that it's not true via this particular analogy and that is to say that uh the art of war if you will sun Tzu, uh and military strategy 101 tells us that the most difficult geographic area to conquer militarily is one that has a heavily armed populace mm-hmm. and so if your government was genuinely concerned about being invaded by another country's military or being taken over by some other means, they would insist on training each and every individual in a public school system with firearms training. And then they would even give you a firearm, if not multiple firearms and ammunition to boot, because that is the best defense against an invasion. Mm-hmm. Like fact, they handed out in Ukraine. Like they yeah. handed out in Ukraine. The fact that your government does not do any of these things and, in fact, encourages you to be defenseless without a firearm is very telling about their level of care about you. Mm-hmm. And in the free societies that we are creating, I very strongly believe that we should put the social pressure on people to teach their kids how to use a firearm. Even the ones who we do not allow firearms in this house, okay, that's your right. But you still have a a social obligation to me if you want to hang out with me and my people to teach them how to use these things so that they're not scared of them when they find them, nor do they think that they're toys. I think in general, with with all the talk about the United States being the most 
heavily armed nation and there's a firearm between every blade of grass and China would never think to invade and Russia would never think to invade. Uh, I want to posit that the invasion has already happened from the inside, right? Because all those heavily armed people are not willing to defend themselves against the government that oppresses them already. Rob? We need to go back to old school ways of having family values. You know, get back to real uh, discipline at home. Well, like hitting your kids and stuff? I I disagree. Well, I I mean, I think we need to stop listening to our own governments. And I mean, we should be able to uh, raise our own children with good values. Well, that starts with actually raising our own children, and yeah, right now, something the United States of America is well, not I mean, doing. When I yeah, say I mean, it's go back to old school way family values. I mean, the way it used to be. Well, not I mean, the it's way illegal. That the it, government taught us it is illegal in a lot of states to do homeschooling at all, like at all. To raise your own children is against the law. How in the world do you expect to have a healthy population when human beings raising their own young will get them put in a cage? They don't have a healthy population. Yeah. Right? That's the thing. They don't have a healthy population. The the invasion is from within, and they're already disarmed or mentally disarmed because they won't raise their they won't raise their arms to defend against that insurrection, you know, that that invasion from within. Yeah. Well, and that's the sad truth about it, too, is that the only thing that people see as worth actually raising arms against is if they come to take your guns. Which, which they already have. Yeah. And nobody raised a gun. Yeah. Right? We, we learned that at Katrina. They showed up. They said, give us your guns. And all the gun owners, you know, my, I don't know about all of them, but all the ones that were like, they'll never come and from my cold, dead hands, handed them over. It's done. We man, can stop no that argument. That, uh, I had no idea they did that in Katrina. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. The, the, uh, what do you call the, the, um, the, the National Guard or whatever? Hmm. Cops National Guard knocking on doors. Door to door. Door to door. Gun Seriously? confiscations. Yes. Yeah. They it's even, over. They even took, uh, I remember a video of you know a very elderly lady who had a rifle and she had you know a, a pantry full of food. Right. Water. She had, you know, she, she was a bit of a prepper, if you will. Uh, when the water was cut off, you know, she stocked up and she had a tub full of water and she had, you know, gallons and and, you know, multiple cases of bottled water. She was good. Mm-hmm. She was good to go. They yeah. forced her to leave. They took her gun. Wow. That she are- was like, no, I'm staying. This is my house. I live here. I own this place. I'm staying. They're like, nope. Give us your gun. Wow. You're out of here. Yeah. Well, and this is why people need to come to New Hampshire, because I can tell you one thing for sure. My neighbors will have something to say if that's how, if that is how they treat me. Will they, though? Oh, absolutely. Are you I, certain? Yes, I am, because right. my neighbors are free staters. Okay. I don't even trust most free staters to actually raise up arms. Hey, Rob, thanks right. for the call, man. We appreciate you. They spend too much time talking about politics and voting, and we've got to do this peacefully. It's over. 603-283-6160. Coming up, we still have yet to discuss this police officer who was caught dumping the body of a a naked child. That plus more, plus your calls. Coming up, Free Talk Live, it's the Sunday Night Edition. Free Talk Live. 
better than ever, except for maybe the last time. Not better than the last time? Last time is in previous or the final show? No, previous, not final. Yeah, I think we're very far away from final. Oh, you in words. Any way, shape, or form, unless, of course, somebody were to wander around and touch things they're not supposed to while the show's going on. What is the death? It's probably her glasses. Oh, oh man! Last night I left. I left the studio after Beard Talk Live, and and I get to driving away, and I get to you know where I'm about to get on the freeway, and I start thinking about where my phone is, and it's not in my pocket where it usually is. It's not in my center console in my car. It's not in my pocket of my hood. I'm like, oh, I must have left it at the studio. So I drive all the way back to the studio, and uh, uh, the folks here were up. And, and you know, met me at the door because they heard me coming. And they're like, what's going on? I'm like, I lost my phone, man. Is it is it in the studio? No, I don't see it anywhere. And I came in and I looked or whatever. And then uh, they decided to call it. And it's in my shirt pocket. Oh, nice. <laughs> Which I never put my phone in my shirt pocket, but I did apparently. <laughs> and, like, it's always on silent. It never rings for any reason at all because I hate that. And so I was just like, oh, man, I am dumb. So here's an easy work around that for me, right? Like when I get into my car, I don't drive off until the music plays Mm. because in my car, the music is set up to the Bluetooth on my phone. Ah. So if there's no music and it's like disconnected or whatever, then I don't like, oh, my phone's not in this this vicinity. That's neat. Yeah. Right. I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to say that this is Free Talk Live. The telephone number is 603-283-6160. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Peakless Mountaineer. And Rich Rich. Some of you have wanted to support Free Talk Live's mission on a monthly basis, but you don't want to support through Patreon. Now, we have an alternative that uh, also helps our premier streaming platform, Odyssey. You can visit video.freetalklive.com and click join at the top of the channel. You can subscribe for five bucks a month. And unlike other subscription services, Odyssey adds their processing fee on top. So it'll cost a little more than five bucks a month. But Free Talk Live will receive the entire five dollars that you pledged. Or if you pledge more than that, it receives that entire amount. Higher donation tiers are available if you are feeling so inspired. You get a special membership badge that's visible in the Odyssey chat room. And if we do get enough supporters, we may enable members-only chat. The new subscription method is a great way to decentralize our direct listener support away from just Patreon and also support a libertarian-run business, Odyssey. Please visit video.freetalklive.com and click join to subscribe to our Odyssey channel and help support spreading our message of liberty, peace, freedom, and prosperity around the planet. Again, visit video dot freetalklive.com and click join uh i am very bad at looking at the chat thing that goes on uh but somebody said something about uh do, do you guys get paid and the answer is no this is not a salaried position this is a voluntary position uh the the church does provide us with a very small stipend that is literally like peakless you live it in is Manchester. occasionally enough for me to get the gas to get here and back yeah it it might be enough for him to drive two hours 
right? So a couple gallons of gas, that kind of a thing. So yeah. it's it's not pay in any respect of the word. It's less than what an intern would get if they intern at like a radio studio or recording studio, something like that. It's a net negative financially, yeah. and I will continue to show up on my weeks. Mm-hmm. And so will I. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we it, here, it, we the the hosts, the co-hosts that do this show, we do not do this for financial gain. We do this because we actually believe in the things we're talking about. Yeah, we have a. This is a church. People don't think of it that way, but we have a very strong belief in peace and liberty, and yes. we are in fact willing to donate charitably enough our time, our energy, and our gas mileage and wear and tear, so that we can come talk to people about these things. I want to get into this story about this officer, but first, let's go to your calls and thoughts because we have some people holding. Uh, let's go to Gigi calling. Uh, Gigi, where are you calling from? South Carolina, is that right? Yes, sir. Good evening, everybody. I'm calling from Charleston. Welcome. And the weather is finally more tolerable. <laughs> You're hey, through second I winter. Well, rub it in. Something. <laughs> I, beg, I beg your pardon? You've made it through second winter? And he it says, well, rub it in. Have. Hey, I grew up in Miami. Anything above, above, I mean, excuse me, anything below 70, I get cold. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, a year ago, I remember I called in to your program and I said, this war in Ukraine is not going to end soon. Mm-hmm. And look where we are now, everybody. Yep. Happy anniversary. My, yeah. And my last thought is. At one time in recent history, just 200-some-odd years ago, mm-hmm. less than that possibly, I'm not counting, it was illegal to educate enslaved people in America. Now, in the state of Florida, the governor says it's illegal to teach about slavery. Oh, no. What? Do you like that? I mean, oh, no. sounds like the German and example, right? They're not allowed thought, to talk about the one last Holocaust thought. and all that stuff. All right, go ahead, I Gigi. am very, very uncomfortable, unhappy, and actually very concerned because there is a growing movement in Israel with the prime minister and the parliament voting and looking to change legislation to circumvent an independent judicial branch. That ain't no democracy, and people better be watching. And it scares the hell out of me. Yeah, democracy as a concept, I don't like. The god that failed. Yeah, I I don't like... There you go. I don't like the majority of people telling the minority of people what to do and how to do it. Like, if the majority of people want to act one way... That's fine. They can act that way. They have no right to force other people to act the way they prefer. I have no So you support Israel. That. Is that what you're saying? I beg your pardon? I'm trying to get Captain to admit he's, that he supports Israel. He's trying to pigeonhole oh, me. Well, what I support is civil liberties and an independent judiciary. And we saw the removal of that in modern-day Hungary, modern-day Poland, and now it's encroaching into Israel, and it scares me as someone who values the law. I mean, does the United States have an independent judiciary? Was that? I would say 
in my personal opinion, I think compared to where Israel is moving towards, we do. Okay. I mean, comparatively. Yeah, more than most. Okay. Yes, sir. But objectively. Yes, sir. But yeah, no, I mean, I no, I mean objectively so more than most. Years but... ago, it was illegal to teach enslaved people to become educated. And now the governor of Florida says it's illegal to teach about slavery. Yeah, where did... I'm, I'm saying that facetiously. Where did you hear but that one? Because that, that sounds a little spurious to me. I mean, That's a good word. Yeah, not genuine. Oh, We're, no, I'm complimenting you, Richie. Don't be silly. That's, That's peakless. peakless. Jinx, you want me to go? <laughs> she, she gives all my compliments to you. I know. She's Nobody likes you, Peakless. It's man. fine. It's fine. Well, she calls you know, in to talk to the, me. It's fine. Uh, it's true. She, I don't think she knows, knows I exist, actually, because she'll like list <laughs> every single person what, except me. No love for Peakless Everybody knows when I call in, I have a secret crush on the captain, so what can I say? Well, it's not very secret if you uh, tell him. Uh, yeah, that's well, fine. I mean Find it his new dating profile. <laughs> I mean it respectfully because I do love my husband, and oh. I know the captain is a happily married man, and I mean no disrespect to the captain's lovely wife. Ah, uh, well, she appreciates this is kick-ass. I like his intellect. <laughs> Would that be first date kick-ass? Gigi, we appreciate you. Thank you for the call tonight. 603-283-6160. I'm not married, nor have I ever been. Are you misleading this woman, Captain? I'm Mr. Leading, apparently. Apparently there's an alternate universe, Captain, where I might in fact be Richie Rich, but otherwise I don't exist. But you are married there. Apparently, yes. Happily married, apparently. Happily married. And and I think in this alternate universe, you might actually get some sort of acclaim, (laughs) some sort of recognition. Uh, Maybe Gigi is calling from the future where Captain is happily married and Peakless doesn't exist. I'm reminded of that that television. Way to curse me with (laughs) non-existence. I'm reminded of that television show called Fringe. I love that there show. Was, there was this guy named Walter, and then there was an alternate universe with another yeah. Walter, and they called him Walternate. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> or the glow. Like, yeah. Oh, he's from the other universe. <laughs> the, I can see the glow. The Walternate. Yes. So I, you, I still want to know, though, if you do get married, would it be first mate kick-ass? It would have to be Mrs. Kick-ass, right? I don't know. You're captain, so I would think. Yeah, captains don't marry the first mate on their boat. Well... I don't know, man. She is going to have some amount of influence over your soul. Gilligan's that's Island. What it is. Gilligan you're, was the first mate. Skipper was the the captain. Did were they married? Well, I'm saying doesn't say they have to. The reason you're you're the captain is because you're the captain of yourself. Yes. Now at that point, you are kind of splitting up the influence on that particular boat. I mean, if I were to get married, I would still be the captain of myself, mm-hmm. and my wife would be the captain of herself. Right. But she would be the like second most powerful influence to the captain in in terms of you. If we were to co-own property, we would be co-captains. Ah, co-captain kick-ass. I like that. It. Would really mess up his entire title. <laughs> Co-authentic <laughs> Lord Reverend Co-captain this would... Kick-ass Buckshot Esquire, if you will, and and the uh, and the Reverend Lady Captain Kick-ass. Well, it remains to be seen okay. whether or not she would be a Reverend. Yeah. You know, that's that remains yeah. to be seen. It's not a requirement. You know, if, if they're for filling out the dating profile, we have a list. I'm sure she is. I'm sure she is in Gigi's world, though. A Reverend? Yes, quite okay. Reverend. Or, or an attorney. Reverend? Reverend? 
<laughs> I, just, I failed to come up with like the other ship uh, head ma- quartermaster, whatever. Yeah, quartermaster. The, that, was the, that was the other one I was quarter. thinking about. Okay. It's like, okay, well, if it's not first mate, does she at least get quartermaster? Yeah, I couldn't think of any. I just thought of it now it's as like I was forgetting half assed kick ass or something. <laughs> Some way. <laughs> uh, I just ran upon this set of news for uh, Jax.com. Obviously, Jacksonville, Florida teachers raised concern about new civics training, saying it downplays slavery. Downplays. And promotes originalism. What's originalism? I'm sure this is a, uh, what's the, the racial thing? The oh, critical, uh, race, critical theory. race theory. Yeah. I'm sure oh. this is anti-critical race theory legislation. Oh. Yeah, that that I I I knew that was coming down. She's like in Florida. I'm like, okay, this is going to have to do with critical race theory. But like to say that they are not allowed to teach it at all. Uh, I mean, I have at one point heard of them taking the taking slavery as a term out right. of the textbooks that were in Texas, and they had some like, oh, it was the triangular trade or some weird workaround to avoid using the term slavery, but like to not talk about it, I, I doubt it. Much, Could happen, but I doubt it. Much like the alt-right has like the JQ, the Jewish question that right. you're not supposed to ask. Right? I wonder if there's going to be like the SQ, the, the slavery, slavery question <laughs> that you're not supposed to ask, which is... Whom did they buy the slaves from? Yeah. Well, that's my question for mm. this uh, this entity that people call government, right? Uh, if government claims to own all of land, and by the way, for those who don't know, every piece of planet Earth, every piece of land on planet Earth is claimed by a government. And when it wasn't claimed, the libertarians went and claimed it. So every piece of land claimed by a government now. So if government claims to own all of the land, who the F did they buy it from? Hmm. Well, so yes, and back to like my original thesis from several weeks ago, right, where rights stem from, it's either an agreement or that which you can defend. And so if no one is like threatening to take it from them, right, they're either in agreement with the other governments on a on an international level right or defending it properly against encroachment and taking it back. Yeah. So if you want it back, go take it back. There's a way to get it. It's the same way they got it in the first place. Yeah. You just got to like well, you got to conquer and the so conquerors, the drink some soda. And, and that's <laughs> the thing. There's two ways of looking at at life that are consistent and one of them is evil and the other one is good. Now you can either be trying to talk about these things and be peaceful. Now if you go down that route, eventually you have to come to the conclusion that okay, you don't actually own things unless you've either traded what was yours or you mixed your labor with nature to get it. And now hope the, that people agree with yeah, that assessment. Yeah. Right? Now, and don't try to take it from Right. And, and that is an endeavor. That's right. the thing. You are trying to be peaceful if you right. go down that route. Now, the other route, it's consistent. It's evil, but it's consistent is just the straight up might makes right. Just take it. It belongs to whoever can say it's theirs and defend it against whoever else says it's theirs. Right. Uh, moving back to this article from Jax 4 about uh, this oh, uh, slavery in schools question. Uh, by the way, I found out uh, originalism doesn't actually have to do with uh, slavery. It's uh, a particular interpretation of uh, the Constitution. One teacher, this is from the article, one teacher who spoke with News 4 Jack said he attended a recent conference and presenters downplayed slavery 
and said the widely accepted idea that the Founding Fathers wanted a separation between church and state is a misconception. I would almost agree with that. Because hmm. it doesn't say separation of church and state in the Constitution. Right. Right? It's, it says that they will not establish a state church. Yeah. Right? So all the all the complaints about people praying in public school are misguided because you still should have the freedom to do that. You are not trying to establish a church by praying well, in public school. Well, there's an argument there. So, I mean, are you trying to establish a church? Well, yeah. There is, is the government trying to establish a church? Yeah, actually. I mean, if you, like, so that's the thing. Different religions pray in real different ways. Okay. So if you pray in this particular way in all these government schools, that is a step toward establishing a government religion. No, it's not. Oh, absolutely. So, no, for, if, so let, let me give you let me give you the contrast. For example, so uh, in England, there is a straight up state religion. It's right. Anglicanism, which is why we have the separation in the Constitution. Right now, they if they decide that they're going to pray in school, they know exactly how they're going to pray in school Got because it. there is a, an agreed upon religion. Now, I'm not saying that this does the whole thing, but it definitely moves us in the direction of having an established state religion. So now, on the other hand, if uh, if the way that they prayed in school was okay, well, you have to face Mecca and bow down completely. That you can see that a little more easily would be in the direction of establishing Islam as the state religion. All the no. while, all the while, the government ignores the fact that it, in and of itself, is a religion and right. has established itself as such. If yeah. a Muslim student in public school decides that he's got to take his five Mecca breaks and prays, right? He's not trying to establish a religion. The right. same way, if Wait, a Muslim hang on, teacher. Hang on. What if, if a Muslim teacher decided that he needs to take what if his five guy, Mecca breaks, what if he's not guy, trying to establish a religion. What Agreed. if that guy Agreed. is also a smoker? Does he get his Mecca breaks and three cigarette breaks? Who's going to hire that guy? Yeah. I'm just asking. <laughs> no, well, you take your, you take them at the same time. <laughs> like during recess. So, you, you so what you do is you put your hookah time. on the ground so yeah. that every time you go down. Yeah, every time you, you bow, you yeah. inhale, and when you raise, you exhale. Okay, all right. As long as there's a system. Now, now, I'm not talking about a student in school praying that way. I'm not talking about a teacher in school praying that but way. But there I'm are people that if uh, object get, to that. Yeah, if you get all of the students in the school to pray in a particular way, you are stepping in the direction of establishing okay. a state religion. Like standing up and pledging allegiance to the flag, perhaps. Exactly. Let's, that is absolutely the... St- that is a true violation of the First Amendment, that is the establishment of a state religion. And, and I don't see any of the people professing prayer in school trying to do that. Let's move right along to the next caller. Caller, you're unscreened. What's your name? You're live on the air. Uh, my name's Robert. I'm calling from Charleston, South Carolina. Hey, Robert. You're live. What's on your uh, mind? Well, you, you spoke about arms and, and the people using them. Well, the time of the Russian Revolution actually the Great October Revolution, as they called it in Russia, um, it was legal to carry guns. As a matter of fact, there was a worker who had his gun with, he had his rifle with him at the plant, and Vladimir Lenin came to visit. He liked to go to the plants and visit people after the revolution. So Vladimir Lenin tried to take the gun away from him, and he said in Russian to him, Nyet, at the Mojna Gaditsa. No, this could come in handy. He wouldn't give it to him. So I just wanted you to know that, that that's the way it started in Russia as well, that people wouldn't give up their arms, but, but the government coerced them into it because the government's got time on their side in order to get the arms away from you. They don't have to do it today. They don't have to do it tomorrow. Next week, the month after that, that'll, that'll be just fine. And that's, that's the danger. That's oh, their time's running out now. Well, I mean, that's kind of my point, right? Like in, in Russia, they took their time and did it. 
in the United States, they don't even really have to because the threat is coming from within and the people with arms are not repelling that threat. Yeah. I, I keep saying I, I, I'm waiting for you know the police, the military to start defending freedom because they haven't done so yet in my time here on this planet. What about the people? When are the people going to rise up and defend freedom? Yeah, I, there's, okay, another, sure. there's another yeah. part of that equation. Sure, three three entire entities then, police, military, and people. Yeah. Well, and uh, Robert has a point as far as incrementalism goes, but it also works in the other direction. So what we're trying to do here and what we are getting more and more successful at is gathering the people that are willing to stand up at least in some capacity for their liberty and their rights. Robert? When the government comes to your home, you have a choice. You can either shoot the guy who's going to take it away from you, or you can give it to him. Yeah, and I, I've on air... I'm going to go with option A. I'm on record as saying, like, that's not the right time to shoot back, right? That's the time to turn in your gun, right? Go to your militia or gang hangout or whatever and tell your gang buddies that they just took my guns, and then you go to the stockpile, get another gun, and then go get yours back, Right? That's that should be the line in the sand and why it's important to have people around you mm. willing to put something at stake. Robert. Yes, but they can they, they still have time on their side. They can figure out they can come back a second time and a third time to, to many houses, one after the other. I mean, and they can make laws that, that prevent you from even get, leaving your house. Oh, no, no. Once, once they law, start to the shoot, the laws don't matter. Right. Yeah. If they come for the guns yeah, people, and they take the guns. Right. That's 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 the first shot fired. Everything after that is an act of defense, and they're not going to be able to go house to house because now there's going to be people on their butt taking them down as well. Hey, Robert, thanks for the call. We be. appreciate it. 603-283-6160 if you want to chime in. Uh, yeah, the question of defending freedom is a big question that I think a lot of people, particularly in the United States, need to answer for themselves. They need to look into it and say, well, what does freedom really mean? What does it mean to me? And how far am I willing to go to defend it? 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is coming up. It's the Sunday Night Edition. Years ago. Neologism. Wow. Octopodes. Abiogenesis. Abiogenesis. That was the other. Yes. Very nice. (laughs) Richie Rich with the That that was not living rent-free in my head, I got to tell you. That that was the last time I think Peakless has been on the show with me. With you? I think so. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think that that you did this reference at one point since that day. Okay. So there's been one since then. Okay. All right. Still a cool callback. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, we already talked earlier T- we already talked earlier tonight about uh, supporting Free Talk Live via Odyssey, but you can also support us via the Amps program. 
That's advertise, market, promote, and support. Amps.freetalklive.com. What does it mean to be an amplifier? Well, you contribute five bucks a month or, or more. You can give more than that. We only ask five. Uh, folks give 10 or 25. There's different levels of membership over at amps.freetalklive.com. It is a Patreon-based uh, support system, so know that going into it. But I want to say thank you to Stephen D. McClure. He is a silver-level amplifier. That means he gives $5 a month to help get this radio program onto more radio stations. We're currently on somewhere around 180 radio stations. We're on you know a bunch of different websites, a bunch of different video streaming sites, uh, and that kind of a thing. We're on some satellite stations. so But we could be on more. We could be on 250, 300, 400. Not out of the question. It's all up to you. If you enjoy the hosts, the co-hosts, the perspective of liberty, freedom, and prosperity that we bring, please consider becoming an amplifier over at amps.freetalklive.com. And thank you again to Stephen D. McClure for your contribution. We appreciate you. All right, moving right along. Let's talk about this article from the Free Thought Project. Officer charged with murder after he was caught dumping naked body of child in woods. He was likely staking or stalking the child for weeks before. Norcross, Georgia. Earlier this month, the search for 16-year-old Susanna Morales came to an end when her remains were found some 20 miles from her home. She'd been missing since July 26, 2022. She was last seen walking home on surveillance footage, but tragically would never arrive. Her disappearance had been a mystery until then. According to an arrest warrant, she was dumped there by disgraced Doraville police officer Miles Bryant. Last week, Bryant was arrested and charged with concealing Susanna's death after dumping the child's body. This week, he was charged with murder. Ah, so interesting. How did they catch him? Quote, it's unbelievable, honestly, and there are no words that I can say to explain it, Susanna's sister Jasmine said at the time. It sucks that it took so long, but I guess with him being an officer had something to do with that. Was he like a school resource officer stalking her in the hallways? Those are good questions. According to the arrest warrant, police say Bryant dumped Susanna's naked body in a patch of woods in Docula. Medical examiners are still trying to determine the teen's cause of death. The original warrant stated that police suspected Bryant of rape, murder, and other offenses, and this week has been charged with those crimes. According to NBC News, authorities homed in on Bryant after they found a critical piece of evidence, a handgun in close proximity to where Susanna's body was found during a grid search of the woods near Highway 316 between Downing Creek and the Barrow County line. It was determined that Bryant had reported the personal gun missing on the morning of July 27th. This coincidence made him a person of interest. He's not even a good, bad cop. You take one from the evidence locker if you're going to do something like that. Let's not give them any ideas. They already have the idea. It's not new. Sounds to me like this wasn't really planned out as much as it just kind of happened. He stalked her for weeks, they said. Oh, no, that part was planned out. The murdery part, on the other hand, I I think he was planning on keeping her in the basement for a good while longer. But no, she had to do something. According to court records, Bryant lived near Susanna. Local News 11 interviewed neighbors who said Bryant was normal. One of those neighbors shared cell phone videos showing what they described as investigators collecting a bedsheet from Bryant's personal car. In one of those videos, his police car was being towed away. 
It's hard to put my mind around it right now that this person who lived in this complex did that, said another resident who asked not to disclose her identity. The neighbor says while she didn't know Bryant personally, he has introduced himself several times as a police officer who also moonlights as security at the apartment complex. Neighbor said Bryant's demeanor during the past six months was not alarming. He was very normal, just smiling, laughing, living his life, the neighbor said. Poor baby laid out in a field somewhere. Are you serious? How can you be that cold-hearted? How is somebody that cold-hearted? She rebuffed his advances. As we pointed out last week, though much of the media has been referring to Bryant as a former officer, he was a cop earlier this month. He was only fired after being charged with dumping the naked body of the teenager in the woods. After announcing the murder charges, Gwinnett County Police Chief J.D. McClure provided a timeline of the events. On the night she was kidnapped, Susanna left her house in Norcross around 6 p.m. and walked to a nearby apartment complex to meet with a friend. Bryant lived in this complex. Around 10 p.m., Susanna left her friend's house to walk home. We know that between 10 and 10.30 p.m., Susanna had an interaction with an individual who McClure said was Bryant and ultimately was never seen or heard from again. Though a cause of death has yet to be determined, police suspect Bryant raped her before he killed her and that he may have been stalking her previously. We don't definitely know how she died yet. We're still investigating. What we do know is she died at the hands of Officer Miles Bryant. He said, McClure said police are still investigating the motive. He said it's entirely possible that Bryant had been watching Susanna before her death. Though his neighbors said he was normal, a year before he became a cop, Bryant was caught sneaking through the window of a nearby house. Police called, or police were called to that, but the homeowner eventually decided not to prosecute. In December, he may have tried to do the same thing. Bryant visited the home of an acquaintance, and he, quote, may have tried to enter the residence, unquote. McClure said the case is under investigation, and we do believe that warrants are forthcoming. And then he rightfully thought to himself, the only way I'm going to get away with this is if I become a cop. Yeah. I mean, this is what happens. Power attracts the corrupt. This person, obviously already corrupt, right? Obviously a, a fan of breaking and entering, Right, uh, If he was caught twice before trying to do a thing, and even though he wasn't prosecuted, this is a pattern. And one thing I know about people, uh, stripes on a tiger don't wash away. Right, uh, People who, who do a thing generally will do that thing again later on, generally speaking. Some people can change. Some people cannot. It's far more rare for a person to change their behaviors than it is for them not to. Uh, this type of crime at the hands of law enforcement officer evokes anger. Even within the ranks of this agency, McClure said, police officers should always be pillars of trust. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Unfor- Get the PR train going. Unfortunately for the residents of Norcross, Susanna and her family, Bryant was the exact opposite. There's a video here that I won't play, of course, because you know we're a radio show. We're not a video show. Well, we're kind of a video show, but we're not going to play it. I will post this article to all of our social media for you to read through. Yeah, there tend to be two kinds of people that become police officers. Now, there are people who are naturally criminal and figured out that, hey, you can just get away with it if you're a police. And there's people who are actually trying to do good 
and make those criminals look wonderful. And in case anybody is wondering, I don't mention this because it bothers me or it, it matters to me at all, but this particular officer was black and the victim was of uh, non-white. Uh, so a, a bit of a brown-skinned girl, apparently. So if that matters to you, the listener, far out, solid, and right on. Well, as we have been saying since the beginning, this problem has never been race. This right. problem has been police unaccountability. That's why I mention it, because a lot of people be like, oh, another white man, right? You know what I mean? And like, no, that's not what happened here. It's another man on a power trip thinking he can get away with it because he has a shiny badge and wears a special costume. Yeah, and I mean, if you remember uh, Tyree, I, I forget the last name, like they blamed that one on race in spite of the fact that the officers were all black. They're like, no, you see, it's this it's this white supremacy that is institutionalized, and that's really the reason that this happened. The black white supremacists. Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's, kind, that, it's a Dave Chappelle joke. I was going to say, what was Like the, 20 years ago. Yeah, what was the yeah character it is. Name? What was the character name on that one? The black oh, white I forget. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, me neither. But yes, it's, but I own the DVDs. Yeah. Uh, now Thurgood Jenkins was the name of the janitor on Half Baked. <laughs> I'm gonna remember it, and it'll be much later. Just wait for the and, break, and I will. I will ping both of you on you know Messenger or whatever. No, Peakless is just gonna Must look it up do. with a magic rectangle. <laughs> the real uh, point. What's the? There was a movie with. Uh, Oh, what's his name? Matthew McConaughey. He's like the lawyer. I forget the name of the movie. He's a lawyer? In some movie. Um, but he goes to, you know, like there's a there's a a crime of some kind where a child is battered and beaten, whatever. And he describes okay. it. And then, you know, the, and to sway the jury, right, his like final line is like, now just imagine that this was a white girl. <laughs> right? Because it's, you know, down south or whatever. I forget the name of the movie. Um, but it's, you know, one of those things, right? Like, what were you picturing in your mind right. while you're reading the story? Clayton Bigsby. Clayton Bigsby. Thank you, you Magic Rectangle. There you go. Yes. Uh, for those of you listening who don't know what the Magic Rectangle is, reach into your pocket, grab your phone. It's a Magic Rectangle. Magic Rectangle. Or if you're sitting at a computer, look in front of you at the screen. Magic Rectangle. But, Captain, my screen is curved. Either way. All right. Before it was curved, it was a frickin' rectangle. Okay. okay. You're describing the third dimension? Oh. Whereas we're talking about the other two. Okay. Curved rectangle, still a rectangle. Okay. Take your word for it. It's just curved. Or are you talking about those curvy no edges? No, it's curved screen, you know? Yeah. 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 That's the third dimension. Okay. I think we Geometry is math. Told there would be no math. Probably move to the told next would be no math. topic. Um, I don't... Well, if you thought there would be no math, you didn't know who our callers would be, did you? Well, no, it's $60,000. It's 5%. No, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Oh, good. Because I, 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 I thought had, you did it wrong. I had already put that out of my head. <laughs> I was not going back to that thought at all. <laughs> We've moved on. <laughs> We've talked about so many things since then. Yeah, and just one more thought on Bringing this. Bringing up old stuff. On this bit about this officer is... Uh, Self-identified as a woman. A, a lot of folks will be like, oh, well, it's just the one bad apple. No. 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 If you listen to this show with any regularity, if you pay attention to media with any regularity, if you pay attention to uh, the crimes of uh, government employees at all, you will know 
that this is not an isolated instance. This is a repeated event. These things keep happening over and over again. And nobody seems to care. Nobody seems well, to be able to do anything. I mean, we care because we talk about it all the time. But again, uh, there doesn't seem to be, you know, any real outrage about it. Uh, any sort of, you know, they keep talking about, oh, well, we need to reform. It's like, well, you don't need to reform the thing. It's broken. It doesn't work. Get rid of it. And even if you think that it's just one bad apple, you have to finish that saying. Right. Because it's right. one bad apple. Spoils the barrel. There you go. That's exactly right. So finish it. Yeah. And and here's the thing. Look, I get it. There actually are decent human beings who are playing that role. Very unfortunately true. But here's the thing. They are the fleshy outer coating on the Terminator death machine. They are making these monsters look like they're not monsters. And they are complicit. Because that's the thing. If I have a crime and I get someone else to help me do it... It's not that we're both innocent because each of us only did part of the crime. No, we're both guilty. And in the same way, when you're in this gang with your nice gang color blue and your nice gang tagged uh, uh, vehicle, and man, those gangs are powerful, you can tell because their gang tags are everywhere. Yeah. Now, when you're in that gang and your gang member does a murder, you're part of that. And the, the truly good ones in the gang end up dead or fired. Yeah. And, and this girl's relative knew real well. I guess why it took so long was because he was a police officer. And that's absolutely right. They will cover for each other. Oh, they yeah. believe very like firmly a in a thin blue line. And you see, they have different rules because they are upholding society. And without them, there would be nothing but chaos. So what if they break a few laws? Which, again, it's weird how easily he was caught. Right? Personal, personal gun. Right? You still got the sheets months later? I mean... Well, that's how brazen these people get because they figure they're yeah. never getting caught because okay. they're they're a badge, yeah. they're a uniform. What are you gonna do? Call the police? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like uh, uh, I I bought a, a duplex and and I have a tenant, right? Uh, but I'm also a musician and I like my music, my heavy metal, like loud on occasion, and like I will turn that up, right? I will crank my amplifier from time to time while I'm jamming the guitar. What's my tenant going to do? Call me? Right? Like, yeah. They put in a request. You know? Like, hey, Captain, do you mind? Of course. But yeah. look, I try to be respectful. I try not to do it at, you know, 3 a.m. <laughs> you right. know? But you're not going to get kicked out because you're playing your music too loud. Right. And in the same way, who are they going to call? The police? Right. Right. I mean, it's entirely possible for my tenant to call the police for noise nuisance, have the police come mm-hmm. to my door. That's true. And be like, dude, we got a call from... <laughs> the upstairs right you know like you're being too loud and i'd be like oh crap sorry right that's entirely possible now i would hope that my tenant would have the wherewithal to just you know text me first right be like dude trying to sleep can you turn it down uh, oh crap sorry you well, know if and, i got out of hand you know and it's dangerous to be the one going after another cop because all your brothers know that you went after one of their own and now they're going to target you yeah which begs the question and what did this guy do to them right which they were okay getting him caught well 
it probably the the kid touching thing. You think? I, well, I do. I, I think yeah, that, that even that is a, a pretty strong line for a lot of people. Now that's that's why it's used for blackmail so often is because it is just such an automatic line for just about everybody. I get it, but there's I mean I don't know how many there are, but there's not an unsubstantial amount of cops. You know, again, the school resource officer, yeah, or their you know Leo program with the you know teaching the teenagers how oh for the ride alongs, right? Yeah, that there's there's news reports of that going on. It can't be that far off limits. Well, and and I do wonder, like, I mean, if this guy was a hero cop, you know, if he was a you know politically connected type, how long would he have gotten away with this? Yeah, how long did he get away with it? How Once. many other victims are there besides this girl that no one too. knows about? Right. It could be that this is the only one, not likely in my experience. Especially if he's breaking and entering before he became a cop. Right. Particularly if that were the case. So uh, you have to ask yourself, what type of a person is this, right? This is a victimizer who found a way to uh, be brazen. Uh, in in finding his victims and, and harming his victims and choosing his victims, a way to shield himself from prosecution, a way to shield himself from regular folks by hiding behind this shiny badge, this special costume that, that grants him extra rights in the eyes of most people, which it shouldn't do at all. Uh, no person, regardless of their costume, should have any more rights than another person. And because people do consider that that is the case, that somebody with a badge or a uniform has more rights than you, creates a horrible society, as evidenced by this particular story. And all the other ones we've covered here on Free Talk Live through the you know decades that the show's been on the air. Yep. How do we stop it? Well, uh, some of us have uh, implied that some people should man up. Yes. And begin resisting, right? Mm. In uh, some form or fashion. And, and you know, what if there are people who want to man up, but they just don't know how, what are their options? How can they man up? Well, this from the Daily Mail. Are you a man or a mouse? Nice. <laughs> nice segue. Men Beautiful. Who, men who drink Coca-Cola or Pepsi have higher testosterone levels and larger testicles, study in rodents suggests. Follow the science. <laughs> Trust the <of> science. <laughs> I mean, perhaps drinking cola, Pepsi or Coca-Cola, as mentioned in this particular headline. And here I thought there was just some kind of testicle measuring scientist at every soda fountain. It's like, what was that, <laughs> Sprite? Ah, oh, no good. <laughs> hey, I heard you got a. I heard you got a job in science, man. <laughs> you got your doctor and all. What do you do? Oh, uh, I. Uh, yeah, I oh, hang out. Talk about it. I, I hang out the soda fountains and I measure testicles. Is that calipers <laughs> in your pocket? <laughs> we call it the balliper. <laughs> yeah, they got man, a name for this. You'd be surprised what people will sign up for for a free soda drink. <laughs> They'll even get a jab in the arm of some unknown thing to, you know, prevent COVID. Oh, forgot oh, about I, that one. Yeah. So here's the thing. Like, it's been a while since I've had a Krispy Kreme. It's been a while. And, the, you know, I I would totally have gotten the jab for a for like a dozen Seriously? donuts. Really? For, if they give me like a dozen donuts a day or a week for life, 
Okay, you know. Okay. That's that would. So this that, is the cost of Richie's soul. It's really what it is. Like, right. You know, I've said everyone's got a price. Dude with a trident shows up. Nice little horns. He's Ooh, like trident. Dude, I I got the donuts right here for Krispy Kreme every month. I'm not going to Dunkin'. It's not every month. It's got to be like daily or weekly. Daily or weekly. It's pretty expensive uh, veins you got there, buddy. Hey, yeah, let's come back well, to I, this. I can share them. A dozen weekly let's, donuts let's, from Krispy Kreme. No from less. Krispy Kreme. That's the ticket. If you get, if you offered me Dunkins, forget about yeah, it. Forget Guys, it. if you keep talking about donuts, we're going to get nothing but cops calling. So just tone it down a little bit. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. Let's go to uh, Padrag in New Mexico. Padrag, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey. Hey. How much money have you spent to Ukraine? How much money have I spent giving to Ukraine? Zero. How much money has the government, the state government, given to Billions. Jinks, two coats. Maybe even billions. tens of billions. Do you remember me calling you up a long time ago before the war even started a year ago, saying that we we should all go over there, all the civilians should go over there, United States? I thought you went. That was like your whole thing. I'm going to go fight for Ukrainian independence. I was there. Stayed at the Black Sea Hotel downtown. There's a McDonald's three blocks in there. Was a McDonald's. So you went to the Ukraine, you went to McDonald's, but you didn't do any fighting for freedom or anything? There's no McDonald's no, in New Mexico. I was in the United States military. I fought for America. But we could have sent all the money they sent over there. We could have had everybody in the United States on vacation over there for a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, want a yeah. vacation in a war zone. No, all the money that, that we sent over there is far more money than government spent on any kind of stimulus plan. It's far more money than, than the government spent on, on feeding the hungry, far more than the government spent on eating the homeless, far more than the government spent on anything that you might consider a beneficial social program, yeah. far more than they spent on veterans, far more than they spent on suicide prevention, far more than they spent on so many things. It's ridiculous. Now you guys are trying to put a price on freedom and liberty. It's disgusting. You are not well, so get far that price is uh, $54 billion. So yeah, tens of billions of dollars. What's that, Patrick? I said, there, you have no argument with me on that point. Yeah. None I whatsoever. Know. The I money know. that we throw away that we could be helping ourselves, it's disgusting. Yeah, That's and, all I have to say. Hey, thanks for the call, Padraig. It is Clean ridiculous. up the chemical spill. Right? It is seriously, and maybe by not exploding it, just a thought. It is completely ridiculous that $54 billion goes to the Ukraine, and people just are like, well, you know, yeah. got to do my taxes. All right. That's where your money's going, people. Oh, there's lots of people who are real proud and happy oh, about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Hell, they'll wear the pins anyway. My boss is one of them. They'll change their Facebook profile. 603-283-6160. Coming up, we'll talk more about Coca-Cola and Pepsi resulting in higher testosterone levels and larger testicles here on Free Talk Live, plus more of your calls and thoughts coming up. Friends? 
Are we side? I am. Are you, you're front? You be fronting, man? I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm fronting the show. Uh, well, you as, are the front man. As in the, the first chair, so yes, I guess. He's the only front. You say reluctantly because I'm not sure what I'm pigeonholing myself into. It's a front <laughs> for laundering money. <laughs> that it is not. Oh, anymore. Sorry. And no, nor was it ever. <laughs> so soon. if you're never right back, are you left forward? Uh, or are you wrong arm? Yeah. Like wrong and then wrong another chest. body part. Wrong chest, right? Yeah, yeah back chest, right? Yeah. Wrong torso or something, right? Let's pick another body part, right? Instead of back, pick another body part. Wrong shoulder, right? Yeah. Wrong headed. Anyway, in case you're wondering <laughs> what weirdness you're listening to, the show is called Free Talk Live. What's the telephone number? Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Good memory. <laughs> no, no, it is not. <laughs> I, I know. I was pointing to the the yellow post. Don't you know, our collars. The yeah. yellow post. You know that's stuck to the monitor here, so he can see. What he is privileged. <laughs> I am. I have. I have a privileged position in this studio. You do. <laughs> we'll figure out in a bit which one of us drinks more Coke or Pepsi. But first, let's go to your calls and thoughts. We have Liz calling. Liz, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Delaware. All right. You're on Free Talk Live. What's in your mind? Well, um, I just wanted to talk about um, what's happening with the World Health Organization uh, this Ooh. week, starting tomorrow. Um, they're having their fourth meeting of uh, their group. And um, in that meeting, they're going to put forth uh, like a they basically uh, made a zero draft of their policies that they want to enforce for their members, people who want to opt in to their services or well, whatever I mean, they are. You mean the countries and, uh, that have opted in? Yeah, the, the members. Yeah, member countries. countries not, not people, mind you, politicians. It could Which, easily just right. be guidelines, too, right? We follow whose guidelines? Yeah, No, I've been following this story. It is own chilling okay let, it, it go really ahead Liz. what what what's the, so they're trying to what are they trying to do with opting in well it's it's an it's a non-elected um group that seems to be um fronting as an organization that uh pretends to be in the best interest of the citizens of the countries they're helping and um they have these new um, policies that when a pandemic, if a pandemic hits uh, these countries that are members, that they will come in with these solutions. And there are some, you know, that people can say, oh, whatever. But then there are, you know, three specifics that are a little unnerving to myself and should be unnerving to everyone. All right. What are those and three? The fact Spill the that they're, they're a totally non-elected uh, organization that we the people have no even say over whether we want to opt in oh yeah this thing really totally thin. circumvents the uh, the leadership entirely but you you got us on the edge of our seat about which three right well so there are three that are kind of like left in the open and uh, one of them is um item g which is um can you hear me yep oh, yes yeah. okay this is uh, one health surveillance, 
then H, uh, One Health Surveillance, which is kind of like um, it's uh, all the other um, uh, pro- propositions, I suppose, they're, um, they, they have meanings. And this one says means dot, dot, dot. And then there is infodemic, which means dot, dot, dot. And then there is um, inner pandemic, which means dot, dot, dot to them. Um, which was their original, um, I guess, drafting of this. Mm. But since that came out, the original, they've made some changes. And okay. if you if you were to Google the word infodemic, it's a made-up word by the World Health Organization, which is defined as too much information, including false or misleading information in digital and physical environments during disease outbreak. So they're talking about limiting our access to information. And how is that, like, how is that okay? Like, why are we not allowed to have information that could, um, you know, either sway us one way or the other? Well, that information might cause us to not do exactly what they tell us to do. Bingo! Exactly. And because you have silly people spreading false information. but who are they except the world? Who are they? Yes, they yeah. are. LRN.FM. Sorry, got to let you go, Liz. So uh, you've been following this people's so maybe you can oh, yeah. sum it up a little more concisely. Uh, I, I, yeah. wanted, I wanted to keep her on. Uh, sadly, she did cuss, and so we have a, a rule here where we got to let WTF, her go. WTF, though. I am with you on that. Yeah, totally like, with you, Liz. WTF uh, with the WHO. Yeah, uh, this whole, like, normally I'm a fan of portmanteau. I don't like this one. Infodemic. Right. Right, because what this does is it positions the WHO as, quote, the authority, unquote, of all information during a pandemic. Okay. So all governments need to do is go, there's a pandemic, and then go, you may only listen to us. We are the official arbiter of information, and we will give you the information that is correct, and nobody else will give it to you, and you mm-hmm. will not think any other information is correct except for the information we give you. So F that. So I asked Peakless because based on her description, I am not sufficiently scared. So, oh yeah, no. This is, so this is one of those like banality of evil kind of things where like, oh no, it's no, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. It's nothing to be concerned about. And you actually start looking into it, and it's like, oh my dear lord, this is number one. This is some straight up world government nonsense. Yeah. So okay. like, this is a single organization that is supposed to reign over the health of the entire planet. Let's just. So uh, I, I did. She suggested we put this into a search engine. The first result. That comes up. It's not even a collapsed one. It's just the first thing. Infodemic. An infodemic is a rapid and far-reaching spread of both accurate and inaccurate information about something such as a disease. The word is a portmanteau of information and epidemic. As facts, rumors, and fears mix and disperse, it becomes difficult to learn essential information about an issue. In 2020, alongside the COVID-19 pandemic, an infodemic of disinformation raises concerns for information quality in an online environment. This effect was demonstrated in a study of news stories shared on Twitter. In the study, news stories rated as incorrect by fact-checking organizations spread to far more people than actual factual articles did. So, 
Which is nonsense. Now, like seriously, the, first the, of all, the the government line spread to plenty of people. True or false? Information is just information. True. Yeah. Right. I, that wasn't a question, but I'm just saying information. Phrased in the form of a true or false. I wasn't asking a question. I was saying that information could be true or false. It's still information. Oh. Right. Somebody okay. could be telling me something that's a lie. And it's still information. Yep. Yeah. Right. Somebody could be telling me something that's completely truthful, and it's information. Now, yeah. I have been given this thing called a brain, <laughs> and I am able to hear things that are either true or not true, and decide for myself. Yes. Whether and, or not I believe them. And there are people walking the planet that still think Donald Trump is president. Well, uh, I, I mean, the one. whole concept is nonsensical, but the vast majority of people believe that right. presidents are a thing. So, so all this is. But here's the and the thing is, like what they're referring to is, OK, yeah, the pandemic where we found out all of the people that you silenced were the ones who were right about everything the entire time and continue to be proven. So, yeah. Oh, but we can't let all of this false information get out there. What do you mean natural immunity is far better than getting our experimental gene therapy injection? What do you mean our experimental injection might have side effects? I hear you. And again, I will, I will accept who guidelines, right, if I'm not compulsed to act on those guidelines. Well, that's not how the World Health Organization operates. Well, I did not get the jab, right? I did not mask up. I did not follow anything. Anything that they required, suggested, yeah. mandated they do, right? I ignored all of it. Well, and and that's what they're changing now. So what they are pushing through now is the compulsory side of this. So that all of the countries that have signed on to the World Health Organization, once this goes through, it will circumvent all of these little independent governments and whatever they might think the right thing to do is. No, okay. no, no. The World Health Organization is superior to your government. Well, even if they're superior to my government, that's fine, right? Are they superior to me as an individual, making my individual choices? In a community of people, as we've been already discussing on this show, are prone to resist those type of things. Like, do I really care? Yeah. There aren't Should enough people prone to resist anything, in my opinion. That's people, fact. People are just such lay down, roll over compliant docile uh, i mean that's kind of the point i made earlier in the show but we, we're supposed to be in a community of people who don't do those sort of things i'll say this i much. feel insulated a little we, bit we have the best chance here in new hampshire for sure okay that being said man it's it's nowhere near good enough okay and so the who says okay. infodemic you must all line up and inhale this whatever it is for the next pandemic or whatever. So I, I kind of forgot her third point, but the the so and this was the infodemic second one. was the third one. There was no the, infodemic was the second one. Okay, uh, the first one though, uh, health one, and it's it, it's another one of their like oh well this is our special special phrase. Now what health one means is that whenever there's a pandemic, what they have to control about that situation is everything. They have to control the effects of the animals and the environment and the commerce and all of these things because every one of those things has an impact on health. Therefore, what we are reigning over when there's a pandemic is everything. Okay. Yeah, so that's what the health one part of this means. Okay. 
I can see it from their perspective, and I again would advise resistance. Yeah. Right. Was it one health, not health one? Uh might have been might have been one health. Okay. I was just trying to look for the third thing. That was again during the, during the last pandemic, right? That was I've said it, we've said it a number of times on this show, I believe. Um the whole shutdown was folly because they missed the entire supply side of production. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. They went, here, have all this money so you can survive through the shutdown, but there was nothing being produced because right. they shut everything down. Yeah. And that's the thing. You shut down something you think is not essential and turns out, oh, well, you shut down the people who were making the plastic wrap that we need to wrap up the meat that we need in order to not die. Right. And during the pandemic, they were stopping the production, right? They're like, oh, you got to you got to dis- destroy all this meat yeah. and milk because this is for commercial purposes and you can't just sell it directly to yeah. consumers who need it. Yeah. If only there were a way for more men to obtain <laughs> obtain a, a higher testicular fortitude, if you will. That's why he's uh, in the first chair. I, I do kind of want to make one last thing before we go back into the story, though. Um, Babies. I do want to point out what this is actually part of, is the the whole plan for the, the bioterrorism control structure. So like with the spill that they just did in Ohio, they, that's the test run of their digital tracking. They put a they they put a, a digital ID on all of these people, you know, so they can check on them later. Sure, make sure that they're healthy later on. So, with regards to obtaining more testicular fortitude, apparently, drink more soda. The con- the consumption of specifically Coca Cola and Pepsi uh, results in higher testosterone levels and larger testicles, at least. As suggested by a study in rodents. I'm always thrilled when a restaurant has Pepsi products. I'm a Pepsi guy. Yeah? Yeah. Over Coke. I I prefer Coca-Cola products because they have more carbonation. Okay. Uh, The Pepsi products are less carbonated and therefore belch less good. All right. I I mean, that's what you're going for. I I prefer my soft drinks that give good belch. Okay. And the more carbonation, the better. Like, this stems from me and uh, one of my brother's. Uh, growing up, we used to have belching contests. Okay, and so like I, at first it was just we had a twelve pack of Mountain Dew, and each one of us would just chug a can of Mountain Dew, and you go and yep. belch as loud and as long as we possibly could, ABC's and whoever even. whoever had the loudest and longest belch would sort of win this this contest, right? You win a second can of Mountain Dew. And that's exactly what we would do, <laughs> uh, and then eat Doritos and play video games, right? Yes. Uh, so uh, it occurred to me that. I already knew that Coca-Cola had a higher carbonation factor than Mountain Dew. And so the next time we decided to play this belching contest thing, instead of Mountain Dew, I reached for a can of Coca-Cola. And I won. And oh, I yeah. continued to Harder win. to chug, though. Harder to chug. Definitely. Yep. But also longer belching. Okay. Right? Loudness is something that you can't really... That's that's talent, right? But the duration of the belch is directly proportionate, in my experience, to the amount of carbonation. In okay. the beverage. So a, a beverage with less carbonation will give you a shorter belch. A beverage okay. with more carbonation will give you a longer belch. I've never believed her, but my mom claims that she is unable to burp. And, Whoa. And, 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 but I have is also... Is she a horse? No. But I've also never heard her burp. Was she extremely flatulent? No. 
Not that I'm aware of. Because it's got to come out somewhere. I understand that. (laughs) That's the theory. Right. But I I don't believe her when she says it, but I've never like caught her in a burp in my entire life. There's only a few openings in the human body for air to escape from. Hey. Does she chew a cud? Because <laughs> he's calling his mom like a cow. A nice, I'm, I'm, I'm asking him. It's a pertinent question. If she's some kind of ungulate, because if Not she has some of. kind of four chambered stomach, that would explain Maybe. it. Okay. In I, fact, I, in fact, that that kills plenty of livestock. Is that they have some kind of gas buildup and they can't uh, burp, and it just keels them right over. Interesting. Yeah. Well, she's still alive. So. All right, let's let's get into this story a little bit. Uh, the country's most popular sodas might refresh the parts other drinks can't reach by giving men bigger testicles and making them more masculine, a study suggests. Research on mice showed adult males who drank Coca-Cola or Pepsi had higher testosterone levels and larger genitals than their peers. The unusual finding appears to contradict previous studies that have shown sugary drinks and processed foods make men less fertile or fertile. Okay. You don't want to pronounce it the way I do. But there is some evidence that high caffeine intake can ramp up testosterone production in the body, which leads to greater sperm production and larger testes. So take caffeine pills and eliminate the sugar, and you get the best of both worlds. Experts are not suggesting that men should rush out and drink lots of Coca-Cola or Pepsi. Oh. They're not suggesting that, but that's probably what everybody's <laughs> listening to this particular well, so they just rendition that, of the article are going to do. So they just say that it is the caffeine that's causing it, or well, they said that uh, it's sort of in parallel. There is some evidence that high caffeine intake can ramp up testosterone production in the body, uh, but I think that's separate the, from the, this sounds particular to me study. Like black coffee is going to make you manly. The contradictory point was that high sugar intake lowered it. Right, so if you lower the sugar and increase the caffeine, as you said, Peakless, yeah, the black, black coffee. coffee. I mean, the manliest cowboys I ever knew always took their coffee black. Previous studies have linked sugary sodas to a host of health problems, including obesity, diabetes, heart disease, high blood pressure, and tooth decay. Experts from the Northwest Minzu University in China set out to show that sugary sodas were bad for male fertility. They cited previous research which showed that carbonated drinks had negative effects on female ovaries. One group of 30 male mice was kept in a cage, and their water bottle was filled with 50% Pepsi mixed with tap water. Gross. Who would enjoy that? Apparently the mice. I guess. Another 30 mice were kept in a different cage and given pure Pepsi. The same was done for two groups of mice, but with Coca-Cola. A fifth group was used as a control and given pure water. All mice could drink as much as they pleased for 15 days. The mass That's a quick turnaround. The 15 days, as That's much yeah. as you can drink. You've yeah. got a date coming up in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, remind me when I get home to uh, throw some money at Coke and Pepsi. <laughs> I feel an investment coming on here. The mass of the mice Remember, is- sugar-free, not caffeine-free. <laughs> The mass of the mice's testicles was measured on days 0, 5, 7, 10, 13, and 15. On day 15, the mass of the mice's testicles was significantly higher in the groups that drank Coca-Cola and 100% Pepsi compared to the 50% Pepsi and the control groups. So even diluting the Pepsi a bit doesn't yield the results. It's got to be pure. Pure. Got to have the good stuff. Absolutely. No cutting. I want to see the results of Coke versus Pepsi now. 
Imagine the marketing <laughs> campaign on that one. Right. Too bad the Super Bowl's already passed. And what would happen if they actually put Coke back in Coca-Cola? People drink more of it. Well, you think? <laughs> uh, the the CIA would run Coca-Cola within a week. That's what I think would happen. Yeah, yeah that's true. It would give five-hour energy a run for its money. <laughs> I don't even need a monster anymore. I've got cocaine. The real then monster. You're the beverage. monster. Yeah. yeah, that's where they. That'd be their their uh, advertising. The, the real monster beverage. <laughs> there was an energy drink guy who came out and like called his energy drink cocaine, and then so they you know they had him take a sip. He's like, okay, so you know how that. was that sip? He's like, well, it burns my throat. Like, okay, so you know, whatever. Just a weird reaction to his own energy drink. Uh, the outcomes demonstrated a high dose of Pepsi Cola or Coca Cola could promote testes growth and development the study said testosterone levels were also recorded and concentrations were found to be enhanced at the end of the study on days 10 and 15 the group which drank pure pepsi had significantly higher concentrations of testosterone than the control group so it's not the tumor (laughs) it's not the tumor Uh, after 15 days the control group's testosterone concentration was around 23 nanomoles per liter, whereas the groups who drank pure Coca-Cola and Pepsi had concentrations that were roughly 30 nanomoles per liter. That's why teenage males are so aggressive. Like, it's natural, Mm, and then they enhance it with... Well, it's it's already natural, right? right? Then it's enhanced with Coca-Cola and soft drinks and all that other stuff. Yeah. The mice who were allocated the pure Coca-Cola also had higher levels of the male hormone than the control group. The results suggested that large doses of Pepsi and Coca-Cola could improve testosterone production in male mice. However, comma, the mice used in the study are non-copulating, meaning they do not mate. The long-term effects of carbonated drinks on testicle mass testosterone production are also unclear. So high caffeine and no nut November. Gotcha. Cola nuts, apparently. Cola nuts. No pun intended. Found in Brazil. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Still to come. Yes. What will we talk about? How about cops playing video games and getting paid for it? It's free talk live. Lucky suckers. Really. segment of this Sunday night edition of Free Talk Live. The telephone number 603-283-6160. We've got some callers on hold. We'll get to you momentarily in the studio tonight. It's myself, the Reverend Captain Kick-Ass, joining me. Bigless Mountaineer. And Richie Rich. Uh, Free Talk Live listeners, we're asking you for a favor. As you perhaps already know, Ian Freeman, the show's founder, was recently convicted of various victimless crimes. That's right. No victims at all. He's facing up to 20 years in prison for this. Now, we can argue all day as to whether or not the jury was mistaken, but that's not going to get us anywhere. What will be helpful is for you to write a letter to the Honorable Judge Joseph LaPlante about Ian's character, how he has helped the community, and why you think he deserves a light sentence. Also, 
saying things about yourself that give your opinion some weight within the government uh, will help as well. If you held office, if you had a stellar military career or you volunteered, something you know like that would be worthy of mention in your letter. As you know, Ian is a selfless dude that has always tried to do what he thinks is right. It would be a tragedy if he has to spend any time at all in prison because of these supposedly or supposed crimes that had no victim whatsoever. It would be a tragedy if he had to spend any time. We need these letters very quickly, so please don't put it off. Send your letter for Ian Freeman to 63 Emerald Street, number 610, Keene, New Hampshire, 03431. If you didn't get to write all of that down, that's okay. You can find all the info at letters.freetalklive.com. Again, letters.freetalklive.com. Thank you in advance for your letter. All right. I want to talk about these cops getting paid to play video games because it seems like that shouldn't be a thing. But we'll come back to that first. Let's go to Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes, I have to um, bring up that I was watching the news, and the uh, Albuquerque News had um, a drunk lady high on drugs. Um, she ran a red light and uh, killed the woman going to work, and uh, so a family lost a mother. So... You know, all she's going to get is like 10 years in prison. That's what they're going to sentence her. So. I mean, you say that's all she's going to get. It doesn't make anybody whole, but 10 years in prison is no slouch of a term either. Yeah, that's a right. Significant... But do they, don't they always kind of get let off a little bit earlier, you know, than that? If they do good time or something, I don't know if they could hold you up longer or something. I mean, things like that do happen, but they also go the other way, too, where somebody gets imprisoned and they don't behave well and they end up spending more time than their sentence. Oh, yeah, that that does happen, too. Well, it was kind of amazing that after five hours, their, her blood, um, their alcohol level was twice the legal limit. So when if they were to test their blood right away, yeah, see, I mean, it, it could have been like four times. The media legal. likes to say things like the blood alcohol content was twice the legal limit. They don't tell you like how tall or fat the person was, how much they weighed. These things are a factor. I know people that are very large people that can very easily be twice the legal limit and not be drunk at all. Yeah, so that's what that's like a typical happening. So you know, this this is like our our um our hurricane. But uh, back to the end about You're comparing that to a hurricane. Or, well, I mean, it's, this is our natural disaster: drunk drivers getting killed oh. while you're walking and crossing the street. Mm, that's not by a natural a disaster. Well, I, I mean, it, it's uh, it's New Mexico's uh, form of all the people that way that people everybody gets killed here. So you know? drunk driving um, is illegal in New Mexico, right, Sarah? Well, it it is illegal. Okay, so then, then like, so then having a law making drunk driving illegal has failed to stop drunk drivers, correct? That's correct. I mean, look okay, at this. I mean, right. they so, some so it has what, happened to kill somebody. If passing a law saying that drunk driving is illegal does not stop drunk drivers, how do you stop them? 
Well, I don't know. I, I'm hoping that we got the self-driving cars coming I want to go the soon. other way. Okay. Drunk driving should be mandatory. <laughs> yeah, right. In every case, in every case where a drunk driver runs into a sober driver, who survives and who dies? Mm, the drunk driver survives and the sober driver dies. So if you want to survive a car wreck, right, you should be drunk, which means to take your chances <laughs> on the road, the best thing you can do. So you're saying it should be illegal to drive sober. It's safer that way. I mean, sure, so you'll now, get into more wrecks, but you'll survive them all maybe. instead of fatalities. So now in your world where this is law, is there like a range of drunk or is it like a, a minimum? Like anywhere you can be as tossed as you like, that's fine as long as you're not sober. Or is it one of those like, no, 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 yeah, you have, have to, to be have... able to get the ignition in the in the hole yourself. No, you. I mean, to... if you can't get the key, if you can't get the car moving, like, I, I you're not going to be assistance. on the road. What yeah. are the what okay. are the devices they put in the breathalyzer? The breathalyzer, yeah. So like yeah. right now, if you get too many DUIs, the the government will force you to install one of these devices. You got to that... blow a one a point one six. Mm-hmm. How's that? Right, twice so, the legal limit. So you reverse that. So like you can't can't drive your car <laughs> right. unless you blow a 1.6. And like I said, there will be more car accidents, but there will be also more survivors. <laughs> there will be less car fatalities, just more accidents. Okay. Sarah, uh, what do you yeah, think? I, I think there'd probably be a lot more pedestrians hit that way. That I don't care about pedestrians. Also. I'm talking about drunks and, and yeah, sober drivers. If, if these guys will shut up and let you talk, Sarah, I don't know. Yeah, but you know what? I, I really... Yeah, why, is, why do they want to put him in jail for? So there's a good reason behind it, isn't he? Isn't he all cahoots with the, this um, cryptocurrency and bitcoins and the other guys? That major guy, he got jacked up for operating without a license number. Each agent, you you have to have a license number to track how professional you are. Are, are you so talking about Ian now? Yeah, I'm talking about Ian. You know okay, what? Right. So, no so here's the thing, Sarah. Here's the thing that that no one mentions. And that is uh, cryptocurrency uh, and Ian Freeman uh, were doing things together long before the law had even thought about cryptocurrency. It was a new invention. And still, to this day, no laws have actually been written for this new invention. Right? What they're doing is they're trying to shoehorn him into laws that existed for other inventions. Right, yeah. your regular state-based, your government-based dollar, right? Uh, Money transmittal. Right, right. Now, okay, wait, cryptocurrency they're, 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 is a brand new invention, and Ian Freeman had been dealing in or with cryptocurrency uh, as his alleged as his mission, right, uh, in life, because he believes that cryptocurrency is a far better option it is better money right and so he took it as his mission to spread the word if you will of cryptocurrency to as many people as possible for over a decade prior to the arrest right so where where no laws were even contemplated about this particular invention then all of a sudden one day they're like oh you're breaking the law you didn't do this thing that you're supposed to do well nobody ever told him that he had to do those things ah uh, ignorance of the law is no excuse captain well, we all know this actually he asked them repeatedly yeah. like consulted a lawyer consulted the relevant authorities he specific and like nope looks like everything's fine went to multiple lawyers got 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 legal opinions of what he was doing and they're like no have fun go for it and to your point no, about needing a license, the, Sarah, uh, New Hampshire is, that, is pretty good on occupational licensing. Well, 
isn't that hasn't a lot of people lost their money? Isn't that the problem with this Bitcoin? A lot of people lose their money in the stock market every day. Is that a problem with the U.S. dollar? Yes. I mean, not because of stock market. What Sarah, what you're doing, Sarah, what you're doing, Sarah, what you're doing is the exact thing. I'm going to put you on hold for a minute if you're not going to listen. Sarah, what you're doing is the exact thing that the media wants you to do, and that's conflate somebody like Sam Bankman fraud with somebody like Ian Freeman. They're two different people, two completely different set of circumstances, but because they're in the news, you're conflating one with the other, and that's a shameful thing for you to do. I'm going to bring you back on now. And again, I'll reiterate what I just said for you to hear, Sarah. Uh, New Hampshire is pretty good on occupational licensing laws. There's a bunch of things you can just do here that you don't need to go get a state license to do, including like carpentry and contracting oh god i would not use those people who else are you going to use that's your choice right (laughs) you you would have that choice and you still have that choice well i would would prefer to use the licensed people if they're going to do a major project that's fine okay somebody screws up and steals your money and then say i'm going to invest it and put put that into a um their personal account and lie to you. How is how is somebody supposed to track that you stole and rip off their money? They do that kind of stuff. They do. So, so, don't yeah, so don't use those people. So don't use those. But that's that's not even what Ian did. Even licensed people will do that to you. So don't yeah. think for a minute that just because they paid the government some money for this piece mm-hmm. of paper, they're not going to rip you off. They do all the time. And just that's so you're aware, I hear about that. Just so you're aware where we stand, fraud is a violation of the non-aggression principle. Like that's that is completely unacceptable behavior. No, that is it's just another kind of theft. Yeah, get, I think get this, that Sarah. Ian and Aria, they're getting charged for a reason. And there has to be a reason. This yeah, yeah. The reason is because they do this fine. particular talk show, mm-hmm. and the government doesn't like people who talk bad about them and tell them how bad government is for them and all the bad things that government does to them. They don't like that at all, and so they target the loudest particular person that they could find, and that was Ian Freeman. Night in and night out for twenty years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just well, like they I t- have my say so. Well, I mean, I, you know, I let him know uh, how I feel. But, you know, what? he bashes the speeding cameras and red light cameras forever. And yes. this is kind of like. Yeah, they're horrible. What he gets back. You know what I mean? Oh, what? Uh, I'm sorry, sir. Goodbye. S- stop this nonsense. Bye-bye. Because we don't like red light cameras, we deserve to go he, to prison for He deserves 20 years, 20 years in prison because he, he bashes red light cameras. Well, and. That's hey, horrible logic, Sarah. Well, That's she's, horrible. She's, she's well, free no, to have she's that very opinion. consistent. No, no, she she is an absolute zealot for the state. And since you are questioning her faith, you deserve to be punished by her God. It's really that simple. Like, her faith is in the power of the state. The power of the state is almighty. It is stopping these people from being hit by cars. I mean, there's no evidence, but that's why we call it faith. And you are making people question their faith in the state, and that is why the priesthood of the state really should beat you up and put you in prison. Uh, what she's saying about Ian is like me saying that uh, because Sarah does get money from the government for uh, whatever her disability is, that uh, because she also participates in a multi-level marketing scheme, that she should go to prison for 20 years. 
pay figure. Well, I don't believe that at all, but that's what it's like me saying. Okay. It doesn't make any sense. One doesn't have anything to do with the other. Ian bashing red light cameras does not mean he should go to prison for 20 years for cryptocurrency. He should go to prison for bashing red light cameras. Yeah, it's... You're right. They don't have anything directly to do with each other. It'd be like me hitting myself in the foot with a shovel for your mortgage. Well, so no, that's the thing. She perfectly accepts the injustice that the state does. It doesn't matter that what they nail him on has nothing to do with what upsets her and upsets these government agencies. It doesn't matter that what they say he did, he didn't do. None of that matters. What matters is you spoke out against the dominant religion in this culture, and you deserve to be punished by its priesthood for doing so. I mean, I think the vast majority of people are okay with them getting Al Capone on tax evasion. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Now, they don't... I'm not. Okay. Yeah, and They couldn't get him on the actual bad stuff he did. Right. But they got him on this, and they're like, oh, good, criminal off the street. It's like, look, if you can't prove that he actually harmed someone, well, then maybe he doesn't deserve to yeah, go to jail. I don't. Or how about this? Since you're so certain that he is, in fact, harming all of these people, then get him on that. And I'd like to point out something else. I'm sure Sarah doesn't listen to the show ever. But if she is listening, I'd like to point something else out. Supposedly, law enforcement is there to apprehend and arrest criminals allegedly allegedly people who have wronged people uh ian freeman was not directly involved in defrauding anybody and in fact had explicit permission from everybody he transacted with i had photographs of people giving their consent uh, in every transaction that he dealt with the fbi themselves have caught zero people defrauding people using cryptocurrency. Ian Freeman has caught one, which is more than the entire FBI has ever caught. Ian Freeman is one person, one man, trying to transact freely with this new technology has caught more fraudulent activity in his interactions, his voluntary interactions, with explicit consent from everybody he ever dealt with than the entire FBI has ever caught. Yeah. Mind you, the entire FBI has unlimited resources, unlimited personnel, unlimited budget. And they could have easily gone after the people with whom they were uh, uh, accusing Ian of defrauding. Yes, and in fact, one one person they brought onto the stand, said that the person that defrauded them had contacted them as early as that week. Or as late, I guess, as that that particular week. So there's a person out there who defrauded somebody successfully. The victim knows that person, has contact with that person, up until at least a week before they took the stand, and the FBI still has done nothing about that. So the fraudster is still at large. Still at large. Whereas Mr. Freeman, of course, discovered some fraudulent activity going on, even brought the witness up on the stand, who was thankful for Mr. Freeman alerting him to this activity because it saved his mom from uh, losing her entire life savings. More evidence that Ian's a good dude. It's just the most backwards thing Mm -hmm. I have ever seen. Maybe not ever, but it's another illustration of how backwards and how ridiculous the system is. The system hates you all. 
And it's also sad that it comes down to like the benevolence of one judge. Yeah, yeah, or or a jury that was selected by that judge, a, a jury of peers. Well, Aren't peers no. supposed to have like something in common with you? Like they specifically eliminated anybody from that jury that had any knowledge of cryptocurrency whatsoever. Right. Yeah. Well, but I mean, now we're talking about like the judge in sentencing, mm. right? Yeah, I don't know which is worse that people believe that government agencies are accomplishing these good things that we actually need to maintain civilization. They're not. Or the fact that people are unaware that what they're actually doing is stopping us from accomplishing these things. Right. Who will build the road? Well, gee, I don't know. No one's allowed to build anything. Well, the road builders build the roads. They're government contractors. Yeah. They exist outside of who's paying them. They could right. easily build the private roads. Right. But if you want to get in trouble, start filling out potholes. Uh, pot you will pizza. go to jail. Thank you, Domino's. Yeah. Yeah, now Domino's has the the connections, the clout, the money to fill out all of the paperwork to uh, oil all the right palms to get one friggin' pothole filled in. I don't. So if I go fill in that pothole, I'll end up in jail. These fraudsters all over the place. If we start going after them, oh, no, 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 you're not allowed to do that. That's our territory. All of these great, wonderful services that we do need performed that aren't getting performed. If we start trying to do them, they will enforce this monopoly. Yeah, force being the operative word. And force means men with badges and guns Yeah, coming to stop you from doing that. And if you resist them, they purport the authority to end your life. And that's the thing. Everybody out there who who keeps this blinder on, now they know in their heart of hearts they will respond immediately to that first letter that tells them you just have to give us some money and then we'll let you be. Give us some money, fill out some paperwork, and hope we don't come back to you to give us more money and fill out more paperwork. They know that they will absolutely hop to Yes Master. So they don't allow the idea to enter their head. What could possibly happen if anyone decided not to give however much arbitrarily set amounts were required of labor and money? Yeah. We it's, should just pay the cops to play video games. I guess we should. Uh, well, we have a few minutes Seems left like yet. a good place to keep them <laughs> occupied, really. This from PCGamer.com. The headline reads... How am I just now learning about the cops whose job is to play Fortnite? This is just so ridiculous. Well, you know, if they're going to run around killing people, I'd rather those people be digital. Did you know that Denmark has a specialized unit of cops whose job is to play online games like Counter-Strike, Global of Offensive, Fortnite, and <laughs> Minecraft? Me neither, until I was alerted to their existence via Reddit of the Danish Politets... Uh, there's a police online patrol, the POP, if you will. Wasn't going to be Chicago. <laughs> yeah, they're too busy shooting people. The cops, that is. Yeah. Uh, a squad of Danish police officers whose job is apparently to patrol online social spaces and keep an eye out for things like fraud and hate speech. Oh, oh, so now I'm against it. Jesus. The unit. <laughs> the unit. <laughs> That's what they call him. That's one of his nicknames. <sighs> The unit maintains a presence on Steam, Discord, and even streams on Twitch, where it was active earlier today. Can't even talk trash online anymore. Right. For all the fun stuff and new terms you'd learn. 
Xbox Live. Naturally, it's also active in popular multiplayer games. Like the ones mentioned earlier, the squads, players, avatars, and Minecraft have been customized to resemble a Danish police uniform. They're pretty prolific on TikTok as well. Please tell me they're in GTA Online. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Counter-Strike, Global Offensive, Fortnite, Especially if they're going to dress their avatars in uniform. (laughs) Right, yeah. Uh, The POP actually got started back in April 2022 with a remit to patrol social media and engage in dialogue with children and young people in particular to prevent inappropriate behavior and crime and intervene if offices or offenses are committed. Which one of them pitched that to the chief? You know, chief. <laughs> Rather than going out on patrol today in the field, how about I just monitor Fortnite for a few hours and see what's going on online? You know, there's just not so much to do here. And uh, if I could just get on that there Fortnite, I bet you I could find me some hate speech, don't you know? These guys are in Denmark, not Minnesota. Same people. (laughs) Same people. Denmark is not alone. Denmark is not alone in this practice. Community police in the Netherlands had a gaming with the police initiative back in 2020 with 21 teams. Well, if you really need to shoot the police, it's nice that they gave you the the right opportunity. They had 21 teams across the country trying to quote. Keep in touch with the youth who are active in the digital domain, unquote, by entering their comfort zone through gaming, unquote, again. Pretty soon, it's going to be all police on those servers as kids move away from <laughs> Fortnite, and they're just like, they're going to be stinging each other, like, you know, the drug dealer yeah. and the drug seller, they're going to be like, yep. you know, who's doing the hate like, speech? Oh, we got him. Like, I'm and an undercover. Like Bob no. in the other room. No, I'm an undercover. Oh, no, we've busted each other. <laughs> Oh, Sven, you got one over on me again, eh? <laughs> Oli, get off! The log in the server. The Dutch police did not really say how successful that particular scheme was, which might tell you everything you need to know, but did say gaming with the youth is well-received because it's a means that matches their interests. Whose interests? The cops or the kids? <laughs> Both. And is a contemporary way of connecting, which definitely sounds like something a cop would write. Online gaming is an avenue used by extremist groups for recruitment. Really? Is online, like, are there... Yeah, because you had the video game called America's Army. Well, we're out of time, so uh, thank you for listening tonight. Thank you to my co-hosts, Peakless Mountaineer, for filling in, Richie Rich, for being his usual awesome self. And uh, thank you to our listeners and callers. This has been Free Talk Live. If you missed any part of our show, find us over at the archives at freetalklive.com. Thanks. Peace.